Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of A La Carte with Keithy. I am your host, Keithy Langston, here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. We are at episode 11, and I would like to bring in my very special guest at this time, I guess co-host for the week, if you will. This is my, uh, hmm, I guess, how could I, pro- how do I like to say who he is? I would say he's the Don Rickles of the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed and the No South Connection podcast network. He is probably one of the smartest, quickest comedic minds I have seen that is not already famous in Hollywood. He is my brother from down south of the 495 exits uh-huh. in Massachusetts. <laughs> the one, the only, the Susie Q, Matt Souza. how are you today? Uh, first of all, Keithy, your checks in the mail for that glowing intro. My God, <laughs> heavens to Betsy. Keith, heavens by God, me. Keithy, by God, Langston. It is an honor and a privilege uh, to be to here. Murgatroyd. <laughs> to be here on Alicat. That's right, Alicat. Uh, I do want to. I would be remiss if I did not mention that the the stupendous shows that you were on, Extreme Three Way Dance, here on the North South Connection Podcast Network. One of my favorites is the GC Dub, and it's funny. I was asking. I was like. What do you want me to say that you post? Like, I'm such an asshole. I listen to, I freaking froth at the mouth when the GC Dub show comes out wow. now. Well, because I saw GCW in person and now I'm like, it's, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm having dreams about getting glass thrown on me again. And, and, <laughs> and it's so, it's, it's without a doubt, it's like, it's become, it's a thing. I said this to our, our dear friend Jenny. I said, it's like I got the fever now, you know, and well, the only prescription for it is more light tubes. So Frothing at the mouth is what Jenny and I were going for with that show, so I'm glad it has that effect on you. Absolutely, and for all those out there listening, it is a video podcast that you can also check out on YouTube, and you get to see Matt's cherubic-like face on it. Whenever <laughs> I what? <laughs> you never heard the phrase cherubic-like? Oh, cherubic. That's yeah, not cherubic. What I, like, I don't know like, what you said, but that's not what I heard. Nah, you're a <laughs> Jesus, I don't know what yet. But like, yeah, you're very cherubic like, you know, like I could picture your mother having little angels all over the house and just your face is superimposed on them all. <laughs> yeah, weird. Have you been in my house? Because that's everywhere. <laughs> and also, of course, on the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, you are the uh, host extraordinaire of Highway to the Impact Zone and YouTube Roulette. And I'm sure there's another bunch of things that you do. But uh, I know for myself personally, uh, I enjoy whenever we have our little phone call or zoom call or stream call or whatever we do, because mm-hmm. you make me laugh more than anybody else legitimately. Cause I know our good friend Grooney, he makes us all laugh, but that's not on purpose, <laughs> yeah. but you make me laugh more than anything. And I did, I commented earlier. I've said this before. I told you that you are like the Don Rickles because you are so fast with like the <laughs> insults and the, just the quick jabs. It's like, Jesus Christmas. Like it's just, it's so much fun to listen to. Um, I feel like I should hire you to do a writing class for for some, you know, sad comedians or something like that. But uh, Jesus, it's, it's, Keith, I'm gonna have to write you another check now, Keith. No, 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 no checks are needed. Just if I ever need a, if I ever need a helping hand or a, uh, <laughs> you ever need someone to roast somebody, I'm your guy. What's going on there, dummy? <laughs> <laughs> You ever, need to, you ever need to roast someone, you give me a call. That's right. If I ever need to roast somebody, I'm, I'm going to give you a call. Uh, <laughs> so today we have some exciting things we're going to talk about. Um, exciting in the fact that I'm excited. I don't know how excited you'll be, <laughs> but I'm excited.
we all know our good friend Petey Winston from Greetings from Allentown and GFA Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Pete has uh, an eclectic amount of knowledge in his head. He's also like the Rain Man. Right? <laughs> he just he he retains so much knowledge. It's silly. And uh, I wanted to start doing something. Remember the days of like Win Ben Stein's money, mm-hmm. and you also had. Uh, I don't know if you listen, especially this is this is good because you may actually know this. This is a hyper local reference on uh, on what is it? 104.1, which is mix radio in Boston. It's you can't be Kennedy. And it's, yep. you know, this one of the DJs, Kennedy, she goes into the booth, uh, quote unquote booth. I know that's not happening. <laughs> and she, you know, because she writes the frigging questions. But it's like if you beat Kennedy, you get 100 bucks. Yep. So unfortunately, here at Alcart, we have a very limited budget. And by limited, I mean zero. So I'm not able well, to give you any cash, but well, I can, what am I even doing here then? Well, because there's a special thing that you can win. I see. And Pete has been generous generous enough to donate me one of his Amazon gift cards that he Ooh. gets from his mother for his birthday and his sisters for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I have an Amazon gift card that I can send to you. Mm-hmm. So this game is called Win Pete's Amazon Gift Card. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's real simple. It's five standard questions of uh, not necessarily pop trivia, but of all types of trivia. Oh, God. And uh, you answer them as best as you can. And and then what we'll do is uh, we'll I'll play the answer that Pete gave after you answer your first one. Mm-hmm. And then um, we'll be able to see. And then there's obviously it's standard five questions. If you have more than Pete, you win. If you comes down to a tie i do have the amount of time it took pete to answer all the questions so you may be able to beat him in the tiebreaker by time i see there's a time factor also (laughs) there is a well there is a time factor there's also like a pass and think that i personally i think that you will be able to go five for five in this i mean that's wow you think way too highly of me (laughs) well you never know so um let's see here let's uh let's see what we have from the original recording with pete Uh pete are you ready for some trivia questions I am. This is Win Pete's Amazon gift card. All right. So Win Pete's Amazon gift card. So question number one. Uh-huh. This American band had a massive resurgence in the late 1980s and early 1990s with hits off the albums Permanent Vacation, Pump, and Get a Grip, bringing their talent to a whole new generation of fans. Aerosmith. Okay. What did Pete say? They're an American band, but it's not that band. It's Aerosmith. Okay, so that's one for one. Uh-huh. Okay. Question number two. Wow, I, I like this announcer voice. <laughs> Thank you. Question number two. On August thirteenth, two thousand and one, on the August thirteenth, two thousand and one episode of Monday Night Raw, The Rock insulted which fellow professional wrestler with the question, "What is two plus two? Thomas Jefferson, sucker." Uh, that would be Booker T. Okay. Oh, that must be uh, Booker T. Okay, so Pete also. So we have two for two. Mm-hmm. Question number three. Mm-hmm. Which president of the United States himself prevented assassination by having a 50-page speech folded in half and his eyeglass case stuffed into his suit pocket, which slowed down the bullet aimed at his chest? Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, I know uh, someone tried to kill Reagan, so let's go with Reagan. All right, what did Pete say? That would be Theodore Roosevelt. It is. Um, it is actually Theodore Roosevelt. So we are at uh, two. two uh, you are at 
three for two, three mm-hmm. to two. Okay. Uh, which primetime show? Question number four. Excuse me. Uh, th- what, thank you, for God's sake. I have some decorum here. What primetime show, a spinoff from a critically award-winning show, has had 46 nominations but no Emmy wins? Oh, spinoff. Uh, of a critically award-winning show. I will guess Frasier. That would be Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. Never won an Emmy. It was a spin-off. What does Pete say? It's critically acclaimed. I want to give you the chance I gave him. I I, I gave him it's a dramedy. A dramedy that's a spin-off. Yeah. So yeah. not Frasier is what it's not Frasier, but I'm gonna give you it's a dramedy. <laughs> oh, yeah, God, I oh should my. give you that. Uh after mesh. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Oh, Emmy wins. Wow. Wait, can, can you repeat? Was it a drama, comedy? It is a drama. I will give you that. It's a primetime drama show. Um, maybe, you maybe even say dramedy, but not really. It's not really a comedy. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of spin-off, spin-off uh, dramas. Took him a uh, while. I am going to say uh, Better Call Saul. Okay, it is Better Call Saul. Yeah, I didn't think of that. 46... Emmy nominations, not one win. Jesus. Okay, so we were at uh, two, four to two, and you'd the last. After, you'd think after forty six, they take one home. You would think that. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? Yes, I would I like was, to think that. I, I actually, and I mean, first of all, did you watch Better Call Saul? I've not. Okay. I've seen Breaking uh, Breaking Bad, but yeah. not Better Call Saul. I mean, Breaking Bad is is incredible, but I will say that, um, as far as I'm concerned, Better Call Saul is almost equally as good almost hmm. almost and it's just because obviously brian cranston is just amazing right in every which way but um i will say that the one drawback to bet to breaking bad is just how kind of how much he becomes like tony soprano no. in the in the sense that he's just so like um what's the word i want to use like just uh like so uh, obnoxious and 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 cocky towards the end yeah as 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 heisenberg right. and it's just it kind of totally destroys everything that he had started with but then again i understood the whole premise of him becoming who he is at the end right however i will say that uh who michael mckeon is in better call is in better call saul he plays um saul's brother uh, mm-hmm. chuck and he is unbelievable there's like one episode where he should have won every award imaginable because he was just so amazing in this it's 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 pretty cool like i mean listen show. you put michael mckeon in anything it's gonna make it better i mean yeah you're not wrong i mean look at he's i mean he's the he's the surviving person from uh from laverne and shirley and and god bless him let's put him in bubble wrap you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> so i mean remember he's a guy who was after well-established as an actor and a comedic actor, and as it, he went back and did Saturday Night Live in like the bad '90s, like the bad era of '90s. Yeah. After, like after all of them left, he was like one of the guys. So also lead know, singer of Spinal Tap. Don't forget that. that. Th- this is true. Okay, <clears throat> question number five. Uh huh. What NFL team has the record for the longest losing streak at 26 games? Oh God, longest losing streak. I mean, I feel like the Lions went 0-17 at one point, so I feel like it's got to be the Lions, right? 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really? So, yes. Huh. So, yes. So the final score is Pete five, Matt two. But you know, you started off strong. A couple hard questions though, I guess. But uh, yeah, Pete's gift card. I guess he gets to keep it in the. Uh, mm. Gets to keep it in the uh, in the a la carte. Uh, you know. Um, drawer for now yeah the a la carte drawer right the a la carte drawer that i have which is perhaps we could think of a better name for that in the future <laughs> which is the same the same drawer as the gfa live drawer and, <laughs> uh, and the place to be nation pop feed daily video jukebox song of the day that jukebox drawer. is real what are you talking about yeah it has me on there every day hey everybody welcome back to the pop video jukebox uh, day. morning zoo um, keithy it is morning zoo yes so that was Win Pete's Amazon gift card. I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, you should have heard the first set of questions I had, and nobody got them right. Not even <laughs> Pete. And I went and, and and the problem is is that I'm just I'm a trivia guy. I, I've been known to uh, be the anchor on many a uh, uh, many a bar trivia winning mm -hmm. team, you know. And so I think of trivia questions, and I go, "Oh, this one's going to be a slam dunk," and people are like. I don't know, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what, what are you talking about? The answer was clearly Moses. Like, I don't know. know. One of the answers was Theodore Roosevelt. So <laughs> hey, I was not in, I was not around for Theodore Roosevelt. No, but you know that this. story of Ted, so that actually that story of Teddy Roosevelt, real quick, if I can give you a quick little mm -hmm. interesting history lesson. Teddy Roosevelt's one of those guys that they should make a movie about because he was kind of like he was he was a he was a genuine bona fide like hero like superstar mm -hmm. i mean it, this is a guy who uh you know was assistant secretary of the war and he decided to go fight in the spanish american war um this is a man who he when his his mother and his wife died on the same day and then he kind of just like left and went to like find himself in the wilderness like he took an american walkabout and like went out in the wilderness and like lived with like you know people on the frontier and shit like that. And then mm -hmm. with the whole story of so he he gets you know he's he's a big pain in the ass in the Republican Party, right? And they go, you know what? When the election of nineteen hundred comes around, they're like, we got to put somebody in the we got to put Teddy Roosevelt somewhere where he can just he can be quiet. And they said, why don't we put him as the vice president for uh, William McKinley? Because mm -hmm. you know the, the vice president's the most useless job in America. Unless the president of the United States dies. Right. I've seen and, deep, I know how useless this is. I've seen exactly. Deep. Exactly. Just remember what John Adams said. The people of America love me so much. They gave me the most, the most <laughs> ridiculous job imaginable. Um, so he becomes vice president because William McKinley wins reelection in 1900. And then William McKinley is assassinated. Mm -hmm. So now the Republicans are like, Shit. Oh, <laughs> now we have to deal with this guy. And of course he was, he became, you know, he was, I mean, for many people considered him to be one of the greats. Right. And, you know, he, you know, he ends up uh, when he leaves because he doesn't decide to run for reelection. He appoints his successor and his successor is William Howard Taft. Right. And Taft has his wins his election. And Roosevelt is just not happy with the way he's leading the country. Just he's not happy. And he tried to, you know, he tried. I think he tried to reach out and give advice. And Taft was like, thanks. But, you know, go fucking suck a duck. And uh, <laughs> so what Teddy Roosevelt did, because he has balls of solid oak, he wow. ran he ran against him for the Republican ticket. And the Republicans didn't nominate him. So he said, okay, 
fuck you, Fungul. I'm gonna go do my own thing. And he he created a he created his own party, and it was a third party candidate, and he was the Bull Moose Party. That's and right. that's actually where the story of the assassination comes into effect because he was going to give a speech where he was walking up to the podium and somebody tried to shoot him mm-hmm. and the bullet went in and it, it did hit him it did go in but he stood he stood there and gave the whole speech Jesus. and then he was like and it's gonna take more than one bullet to take down a bull moose <laughs> actually he sounded he sounded more like this he was like it's gonna take one more than a bullet to bring hey down a bull moose. i'm from da, 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 so uh, two things. Uh, yeah. One uh, was Roosevelt the president that got stuck in the bathtub because he was too large of a human. <laughs> that, was, that was Taft, but that's not that's a that's not a true statement. Taft wow. just happened to have new bathtubs installed. I see. It could have very well have been anybody that was installed. Like Lincoln could have put the new friggin' bathtubs in, but they were still new when I think Lincoln was in the office. Plus, I don't know how many baths Lincoln took. You know, right. And uh, second, uh, do you think that there was some sort of candy uh, when Taft was president, some sort of like chewy gummy substance, and they called it Tafty? <laughs> like like, like Taffy, you see. It is very well. It is possible, yes. I would I, say I, that, I uh, hope so, because that would make me very happy. Could you get me a Charleston chew Tafty, please? <laughs> I'll have a Laffy Tafty, please. I'll have a Laffy. A Laffy Tafty, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah, I could see, but... Uh, you know, Roosevelt had that weird, like that weird, like early, early nineteen, early twentieth century New York. Americans gonna be the way to big business is gonna. I like Braddock to beat Bear in the fight. Beat <laughs> Bear, yes. Oh, did you happen to see that new Stu Hart versus the Bear? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, no, and then uh, Taft. Uh, and, and in that election, which is the election that uh, Woodrow Wilson ended up defeating William Howard Taft for re-election, uh, more people voted for Roosevelt than they voted for Taft. And actually, Roosevelt, the third party candidate, had more electoral votes than the incumbent president of the one of the two major parties. So big to do back yeah. in the day. You know a lot about presidents and whatnot, huh? I do. I do, actually. Yeah. When I was a kid, my uh, I think it was my. I want to say it was like a great aunt uh, bought me like this president's book. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I read that thing cover to cover yeah. like f- a thousand times. And then my family was from the South. I think you knew this. My dad's family is from South Carolina. And we used mm-hmm. to drive to South Carolina a lot. And uh, I would just sit in the back of the car and just read this book. It was either that or stare out the window. And right. I was the middle kid. I was the youngest. So I had to sit in the middle. Oh, Jesus. So I didn't ever, I didn't really ever get to see, see, sit and you know stare out the window. In fact, I remember one time my brother was looking out the window and he just turns and he looks at me and I'm staring, just staring blankly out the window. And he goes, "How can you stare out the window like that?" And I was like, <laughs> "What the hell else am I going to do, man? I'm, yeah. I'm sitting in a car for 16 hours. <laughs> I'm stuck between you and someone else. What would yeah. you like me to? What would you like me to do? <laughs> oh my bud, that's going to be an awkward conversation. That's probably frowned upon in a family car. I'm just going to say be, that. Yeah. Yeah. Although my mother did used to keep a bag like with a wet napkin, not wet now, a wet face cloth in case like in case we had to like get out in the side of the road and pee or something. Yeah. And I remember the one time it came into use was uh, we were stuck in traffic some in some friggin state. I forget what it is. We'll just call it Pennsylvania. Uh And uh, I think I had to go to the bathroom and I left. I went out of the car to go to the bathroom on the side of the road. And it had one of those like you know water ditches next to it, like the uh, little the little trailway there, the little runoff. And mm-hmm. I fell and I like scraped my whole friggin' leg. And 
my mother was like, oh, thank God I got the, the face cloth with the water on it. So, and then she, she came and she cleaned me up and I was like, well, this is a good, how do you do? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Another reason why we don't like the state of, of uh, Pennsylvania in our family. Wow. Anti-Pennsylvaniaites. Yeah, we are anti-Pennsylvaniaites. So, uh, yeah. Uh, well, just for the record, uh, Pete did do those in two minutes and one second. So, Jesus a, he, Christ. He, well, he was struggling with the Better Call Saul. But he said he pulled that Better Call Saul answer out of his ass. Because he, mm. he is yet to see Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. He watched, like, I think he said he watched, like, the first episode of half of the first episode of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And I watched the first half season of Mad Men, which is his favorite show. Oh, so, wow. yeah. yeah. So it's kind of and I told him, I said, I think my problem was I tried to watch both at the same time. Yeah. And they are two completely different shows. So it's going to be. Yeah, I can only do one show at a time if I'm binging something. Exactly. Right. I can't I can't do too many. Uh, what yep. did I just finish recently? that i really liked um well i i kind of have been i've been trying i love the half hour shows because i feel like i can bang those out really quick yeah um, same so i just watched uh on prime it had good omens season two yep that was real good mm-hmm. um i watched this weird show because i love cobra kai and they had uh there's the show on like paramount um it's called like Spirit High or something, and it's got the girl. Oh yeah, like, yep. I've heard of Tori. That. Did yep. you see that? I I've heard of it. I haven't seen. Yeah, it. it was it was pretty good. I mean, it ended on a good cliffhanger. I don't know if it's gonna come back. I assume it'll come back, but that was like half an hour. My brother's telling me he's he's really into uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I gotta start that. My mom yeah, was telling and, me about it. Yeah, and I've you know what's funny? I've tried to start it like three times, and I'm like. I can get one episode in and I'm just like, this is way too much going on. Plus it's like an hour. It's an hour long. Like I, the hour long shows, just everything's an hour long nowadays. I just, you know, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, I can't have yeah. it. Can't have it. There so, is yeah. something about the snappiness of a 22 minute show that just, yes, some, it's just yes. getting, get out. One of my favorite shows right now is that show ghosts. It's, oh it's, yeah. I oh, haven't seen it, but oh, I've heard it, it is so funny. It's so good. It's such a good show. That and of course my favorite my favorite show that's currently on television and it's probably up there as far as favorite shows of all time is what we do in the shadows. It yes. is yes. it is by far and away the funniest friggin' show on television. It's I so mean, good. it's, it's oh, ridiculous. It's uh, I, I will say I need I do need to finish this most current season, but oh, god damn it's so good. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. It's so good, and it ends so good too. Like the yeah. season, the season finale is so good. Uh well. Speaking of television shows, uh-huh. <laughs> segue. Wow, um, look at that. We're professionals here. See that? Now it's time for poorly explained primetime shows. Oh boy. So the way that this works is I'm going to give you the name. I'm going to give you a a definition or an explanation of a show as poorly as I can. Mm -hmm. And I would love for you to be able to try and see if you can guess the show. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
um and take as long as you want i mean you know it's not like you know now is the goal to be good at this or just to be better than grooney was at this oh my god i think anybody's better than grooney i mean as long as you don't as long as you don't say like superstars of wrestling or clash of champions or you know beach blast 2000 i think you'll be fine Um, well what if you picked one of those I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll give you that, okay? I did not pick a wrestling show. These are all shows that aired during prime time. Um, I believe most of them were on like four, five, and seven, or you know, ABC, CBS, and Fox. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, I knew what yeah, you meant. I, that, that was a joke for me and Keithy because I knew exactly what he meant when he said four, five, and seven. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but. I would say that you should be able to get these. If you can't, that's fine. Uh, but you know, we'll see. So if I if I the... miss, I'll go fuck myself. It's very simple. It's you know, the first show, a more twisted Seinfeld. Only instead of four derelicts, this show has five. Oh god, a more twisted Seinfeld. So, and this was on. Uh... ABC, CBS, or NBC? Or was that a bold-faced lie? Because I have one show that's popping into my head. But it's not on any of those. Hmm. Uh, is it Curb Your Enthusiasm, Keithy? Ooh, it is not Curb Your Enthusiasm. Hmm. And it's not. it was not on 4, 5, or 7. It was... um. I guess it was a bold face lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, I see what you're doing. You're trying to drive the guest into getting a wrong answer. I see what the game is here. Maybe. <laughs> uh, more twisted Seinfeld. I will say that it is on the, it is not on a, it's not on a uh, paid cable station, but it is on a cable station. It is on a cable station. What the? But it's not a paid cable station. So it's not on HBO or like Showtime or anything like that. The more twisted Seinfeld thing is throwing me off, which is why I said curb right out of the gate because that show yeah. is a more twisted Seinfeld. But if you think of it this way, think of the think of what I said. Instead of four derelicts, mm-hmm. this has five derelicts. Oh, uh, uh, always sunny. Yes, no? it is. Yep. It's always right. sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Very good. Okay. Better, better than Grooney. I can I can get the rest. Oh, of course. There is so much sex and drama at this hospital. It's no wonder so many people die. (laughs) Boy, that really narrows it down. A a hospital show with sex and drama in it. Jeez. (laughs) This is a show that would have been on four, five, or seven. uh, Is it ER? It is not ER. Damn it. There wasn't a lot of sex in the hospital. From what I You don't know that. (laughs) From what I understand... There's a lot of sex going on in this hospital. Uh, it's still on. <laughs> oh, it's still on. Well, that yeah, tells me it's still it's on Grey's, television. That tells yeah. me it's Grey's Anatomy. It is Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And if you didn't say that, my next guess was going to be House. Yeah. 
I don't think there was any sex going on in House. Well, look, um, again, again, you don't know that. <laughs> actually, no, there was. I watched House. I loved House, actually. Yeah. House was like, yeah, yeah. my only problem I had with House is I was like, enough with them being a drug addict. Like, seriously, get on to something different. And for God's um, sake, get rid of the cane and have a surgery and fix yourself, for Christ's sake. For God's sake, take the leg off. You'll be fine. <laughs> they had that one episode where he was rolling around in the wheelchair. I'm like, he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> Just take off the leg and give him a fucking prosthetic. He would have been fine. Anyway. Off the leg. It's that. Take it's off. that simple. Ron Propeel. Ron Propeel presents a uh, removable leg. Removable leg. Just set it and forget it. <laughs> the Ronco electric food dehydrator. Did you ever have one of those? Uh, oh, Ron Propeel. I fucking love Ron I think my grandfather did at one point. It just sprays mm. your hair on. Give me the <laughs> Ronco. Give me the Ronco prosthetic leg. I'll take three. You just said it and forget it. <laughs> Is that guy still alive? He can't. Oh be. god, no! Ron Popeil has to be dead. I mean, he was like seventy-five when that was all the rage in the eighties, I think, in the nineties. But Ronco, all right, I've, I've looked it up. He just died two years ago. Oh my god, Jesus! How old was he? He was eighty-six. Oh my god, God love him. That yeah. guy was great. Man, <laughs> remember when? Um, who was the guy that? Who was the guy that did uh, OxyClean? Oh, uh, Billy, uh, I'm Billy Mays, and I Billy Mays in order a lot of blow. I remember when Billy when when Billy Mays died, it was like a big to do. And then when the slap chop guy like went to jail, it was was like you know it was the sham wow guy who I think fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, and now there's I think the only guy left is uh the dude that sells the uh the spray shit that you put in. He's got the tape that he slaps on the tub that's leaking oh, water. Yeah, and... the, the, I t- I've used that, uh, not the tape. I've used the Flex Seal before. Flex and Seal, yes. That, I that tell guy. you, that, that shit works. I've used it before. <laughs> that guy who looks like the, uh, he reminds me of the FBI agent that used to follow pussy around in, uh, <laughs> in the Sopranos. Yeah. You can put this tape on a boat and it won't sink. Okay. Listen, 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 Pussy. You gotta make sure that you put the thing with the wire on Tony. <laughs> ah, excuse me. Anyway, <clears throat> okay, next one. This was not a primetime television show on on four, five, or seven. This would have been on a paid premiums channel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, it's that one show where Ross is that dickhead drill sergeant. That's the whole clue, huh? <laughs> you one. know, that one where the that one show where Ross is the dickhead drill sergeant, you know? I assume you mean Ross from Friends. Yes. Is this curb your enthusiasm? Because he was in it a season not. of that. <laughs> he was? Yeah. Yes, he was. He was in the uh, uh, he was in the producers season <laughs> when when they uh, ma- when uh, Larry yeah. was in the producers. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, it is not. It is not Curb. I'm just going to answer Curb for all of these. Okay. Uh, uh, you said it was a paid cable, right? Yeah. So it's like HBO, Showtime, one of those. Um, he's a drill sergeant, and he's a dickhead. Was he in True Detective? No. Because I haven't watched that. I've been meaning to. No, no, no. I, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, this came out after uh, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, uh, 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 fuck. Band of Brothers. Yes. Yes. Okay, good. All right. So you got that one. <clears throat> All right. Um, 
this one's I think this one should be a layup. Uh, <laughs> a sick man shows just how bad the retirement and healthcare systems in America are. Curb your enthusiasm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, a sick man. Say a it again. Sick man, just huh? Say I was going to say, say it again. A sick man shows just how bad the retirement and healthcare systems in America are. You see, the fact that you told me this is a layup now you've made me nervous. Really? <laughs> because I, I uh, if you're saying it's a layup, it's obviously a layup. But I am drawing a blank. Okay. Um, hmm. A cancer patient shows just how bad the healthcare system and retirement systems are in America. All right. Is this breaking bad? It is breaking bad. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Boy, that was poorly explained. You're right. It was very poorly explained. Uh, oh, this one. This one is now, if you get this, I'll be very impressed because it's really poorly explained. But it's uh -huh. not if it's not if you know it, okay. And this is one that would be on regular television. Um, <clears throat> if you grew up in the 1980s, you should like this show. Well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was born in '91. That doesn't help me, Keithy. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> if you like shit from the 80s, you should like this show. Shit from the 80s, God. like stuff from the 80s. If you like references from the 80s you should like the show uh oh uh is it stranger things it is not stranger things oh because that has a lot of 80s references yeah well, it uh, the 80s. all right let me go through the 80s television show Rolling. not 80s television show it's not oh an 80s i show. see so it's a new show but it's a I, newer show yeah I but it's see. just like i mean it's not a new sh it's an it's still going on the show Right. So it, it's not it's not a, a show from the 80s. Uh, no. And it's not right. a show that just started. It's been on television for several years. All right. So <laughs> I will say Cobra Kai. No, it is not Cobra Kai. Damn it to hell. It is uh, a cartoon. Cartoon. Yeah. 80s cartoon. Uh, 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 God damn. You sounded like you was going to say it. Archer. No, it's not Archer. That's what I was going to say. That's that's a good one, though. That's close. <laughs> one of the guys does the voice. The guy that does the voice of Archer is on this show. Oh, uh, Bob's Burgers? It's not Bob's Burgers. It's Family Guy. Oh, <laughs> the, the you know, the obvious one. Well, it's because in the so actually in the I forget what it is. I think it's in. I think it's in the show. I think Lois at one point, or no, it's not. It's it's one of I think it's one of the ones where they spoof one of the Star Wars episodes, mm -hmm. and Seth Green goes, "We get it. You grew up in the eighties. <laughs> you see, that was tricky because Family Guy was the obvious one, but yes. I didn't I didn't think you'd go with the obvious one, but you did. Ah, okay, that's that's a good defense. That's what I'm going with. If the glove don't fit, you must quit. That's exactly right. <laughs> Very good. I like this. So so better uh, than Bruni. That's all I asked for. Oh, God, you did. Yeah, because you got them all. It just took a little bit of... Uh, look, there was a lot more coaching in this one than it was in the one that I did. No, there was a lot less coaching, I should say, than right. I did with... Uh, he didn't get any of them right. I mean, I think I asked him... <laughs> I, I mean, if I want to go in, let me see if I can open up the other one and just... Uh, uh, I got to see if I can find it real quick. I got it right here. But let me see. I did... Um, let me see. What are some of the ones I asked him? Okay, I think I said uh, a cop tries to get laid during the holidays only to get cock blocked by a European guy. 
Well, that's that's obviously a, a, a Halloween Havoc 1995. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> That'd be my first guess. I said a group a group spends nine hours trying to return some jewelry. These are movies, I might add. Oh, I was gonna I was going through TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say 24 on that one, but that but that would have been 24 hours. Been 24 hours. You're right. <laughs> uh, a group spends nine hours trying to return some jewelry. Trying to return jewelry. Yeah. Uh Oh boy, I feel like it's kind of tougher with movies because there's a lot of movies you could describe that way. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is, uh, Grooney's not at fault. I'll but... give you a hint. It was um, it was a trilogy. So it's not just one movie. It was a trilogy. Are there magicians in this movie? <laughs> is it now you see me? <laughs> it is not now you see me. <laughs> I, was, I mean, there's a wizard. <laughs> sure. Uh... I was gonna say the Bourne movies, but isn't there like ten of those? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's like, yeah, yeah. There's like six with Matt Damon. Uh, I think there's thirty five with uh, uh, Jeremy Renner. Oh wow! <laughs> glad that he got paid before Hawkeye. Goddamn um... <laughs> trilogy of movie. Oh, uh, is it Taken? No, I, no, I, it's, I, it's, I, the, I, it's the Lord of the Rings. Oh, you could have given me seven thousand tries. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he got this one. A family man attends therapy and tries to bang the therapist. This is not a movie. This is a television show. Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, is this, it, is a, this is a television show? Is it's it a, Star Kate 87? It's The Sopranos. Yes, Every time is. Tony... <laughs> yeah. Every time Tony goes there, he's dreaming about banging. How about this one? This is... um. <clears throat> Airline passengers experience the longest layover in history. This is a television show. Oh, Lost. Yeah. That one's easy. Come on, um, God damn. Uh, this is a really bad explanation of, of one. Um, this is a movie. Paranoid billionaire is afraid of immigrant. <laughs> uh, this is extremely poorly made. Yeah. Poorly explained. But it's funny. <laughs> I like it. It's very funny. Uh, trading places. No. Ooh, that would have been a good one. No, it's Batman versus Superman. Oh um, god, yeah, they, that is very poorly explained. You're absolutely uh, right. I have let me see. Here's a movie. It's a uh, public transportation running ahead of schedule for once. Uh would that be speed? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um see, I'm I'm better at it with movies than TV. Yeah. All right, how about this one? This is a movie. A girl gets her period and all hell breaks loose. Oh god. Uh Jesus Christ. This is a movie from like 20 years before you were born. Oh, oh, uh, Carrie. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. How about this one? It's a movie. A troubled boy dreams about getting his first firearm and what he'll do to anyone that crosses him. A Christmas story. Oh, look at you. You must have heard that. Um, no, I haven't. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Uh, I ju- I'm, I'm starting to understand your mind and how the game yes. works there, Keith. How about this one? Uh, this is a movie. A man who loves children tries to stop smoking and goes crazy. Man who loves children tries to stop smoking. Uh, <sighs> Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way? <laughs> no. Uh, it's a horror movie. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. See, it's yeah. funny because the stop smoking because they yeah. set him on fire. <laughs> Jesus, God. Um, last one. This is another movie. Grooney uh, wouldn't get any of these. I'm just no, he didn't get any of them. A disgruntled housekeeper uses magic to catfish a prince into falling for him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Say that a, a disgruntled housekeeper. What? A, dis, a disgruntled housekeeper uses magic to catfish a prince into falling for her. Good God, Shrek! <laughs> close, close, very close. It's uh, Cinderella. Oh, same. Very I went. Close. I went with the ogre version of yeah. Cinderella. A disgruntled housekeeper uses magic to catfish. Like anytime you get to use the word catfish in a Disney movie, that's yeah. that's that's gold, Jerry. Gold. Yeah, I would agree. <clears throat> And then uh, one more. A, uh, a high schooler is torn between bestiality and necrophilia. Jesus. Pet cemetery. No, it's not pet cemetery. <laughs> pet cemetery. Um, well, the pet and, you know. Yeah. There's pets in there, yeah. Um, no, it's Twilight. Oh, yeah. 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 The whole wolf versus wolf vampire. Wolf versus vampire thing, yes. Thing. Team mm -hmm. Jacob or Whatever yeah. the other guy's name was. Yeah, that's what your team were. You were Jake, right? Uh, yeah, because I didn't know the other fucking name. So <laughs> I'm Team Jacob. What was the other one's I, name? Uh, Voldemort. Uh, no, Voldemort. Um, Jesus, what was his name? I don't know. Richard. I don't know. <laughs> Rick, Dick. Yeah. Team Dick. No, what the fuck? Was, what the hell was his name? Patrick. Someone, someone is yelling at this podcast. Someone's right yelling. Now. It's probably. It's probably Grooney. He probably is the one that knows. It's fucking, what are you talking about? <laughs> it was Robert Pattinson. He played Edward. <laughs> I just had to look that up real quick. Thank you, IMDb. Edward, yes, you're right. I just looked it's it up It's Robert too. Pattinson. That guy showed up in better. No, what's the friggin' ready to rumble? Oh, I <laughs> thought you were going to say Remember Me, which is, that's a movie. Remember me. My what? God. You know, whatever happened to Taylor Lautner? I think that's a question we need to have answered because he kind of like fell off the face of the earth after Twilight. He, he kind of did. Um, I know what happened to uh, the kid that was in Teen Wolf. Um, t t uh, not not Michael J. Fox. I'm talking about the the show that was on. Uh, uh, oh, the MTV show. Yeah, Tyler Posey. Yeah, like Tyler Posey went like he went like balls deep into no pun intended balls deep, but he went like balls deep into like uh being like kind of like a a person about town i think and you know got a lot of tattoos and started like interviewing about people. town i don't know <laughs> he just kind of went a little cuckoo for po cocoa puffs i think i see but, uh, you know then he oh, then they what, what? <laughs> the last the last movie taylor lautner was in was home team which was the the biopic of the coach of the new orleans saints sean payton oh now that is an interesting that's interesting oh you know why he he did he did those um he did grown-ups too and yeah. ridiculous six he does yep. a couple of movies with uh yeah he's kind of doing the um He's hanging with uh, Adam Sandler now. That but... was in 2022, and then before that, his last movie was 2016. So he's not getting a lot of work. It would have no. He probably isn't. But I will say that that. So uh, on the on a on a previous episode of A La Carte, I brought up Home Team uh -huh. because it was in my uh, movie Venn diagram where I tried to say like we we I came up with uh, you know actors that were in movies together, and then you had to kind of like. 
you had three actors you had to say what actor was actor a and actor b actor b and actor c actor c and actor a and then mm -hmm. all three of them and the only and it was kevin james rob schneider and adam sandler and it was mm -hmm. really tough to try to find a movie that only rob schneider and uh kevin james were in right it's actually this that it's was the one team. it's home team God. so yeah it's uh it's it was it was it, it was mind numbing trying for me to figure out what the frig I much, could do. Much like most of Kevin James's movies, mind numbing. Hey, hey man, I'll tell you what right now. I'll give anything to see uh to to remember the first time I ever saw Here Comes the Boom. <laughs> a friend of mine was an extra in that cuz they filmed yeah. some of it in Rhode Island. Yeah, they did. They filmed that around. Yeah, I think they filmed some of it around here too. Really? Your friend's an extra in that? He did was. he get to meet Henry Winkler? Uh, I th I think he did actually. Nice. That's what I, I I everybody should meet Henry Winkler at one point or another. I think. Mm -hmm. I have another question. Why is Gary Valentine, who happens to be Kevin James's brother, why is his name Gary Valentine? Why is his last name Valentine? <laughs> he will. I, I don't know if you know this. He was a big fan of Greg the Hammer. Oh, it takes him thirty minutes for a movie to start too for his acting chops to kick in, <laughs> just like Greg Valentine. This much is true. Wasn't he also in King of Queens? Wasn't he his brother? Or yeah. his, uh, uh, was it his brother or Carrie's um, brother or something? I know they worked together at, it, it, was a, it wasn't called UPS. It was, a, was it called UPN or something? I don't know what it was called. IPS. Was IPS. IPS. IP, yeah. IBS. It was called IBS. Huh, huh. We, all, we all have a little of that, don't we? <laughs> hey. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. No. I, um, yeah. And then doesn't he end up living with Patton Oswald? Yeah. And were they, yeah. were they like, uh, you know, well, I think that was, I feel like this was in at the time in sitcoms where that wouldn't necessarily be a thing that was really brought up in the public eye, but I feel like it was always kind of hinted at that they might've been gay. Like they but were always they, looking, they're always looking for a girlfriend and never can, I can never but, just find the right one. But they, they never like explicitly said they it. They never consummated. I mean, Jesus, we saw that episode where, uh, Kevin James is, is sleeping in the same bed as uh, Frank Costanza. Yeah. <laughs> and that was never really spoken of again. Right. Remember, there was like, uh, I've watched a lot of King of Queens because it was on reruns for 17 fucking years. Remember the, the I don't know if you, you've seen, have you seen every episode of King of Queens? More or less, I think I have, yeah. The early even seasons. especially even all oh, the early seasons, yes, absolutely. Carrie had a sister for like two episodes and then you never saw her again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you know who that was? I'm just curious. Like, do you? I I I don't think she had done anything else. If she did, like, I had no idea who she was. I always liked it. Wasn't Carrie's friend to like the girl that was from uh, um, Mad TV? Yeah, she was the yeah. dog walker. Yeah, I liked her. I always liked her. I thought she was like cute. You know, the dog walker slash Arthur Nicole walker. Sullivan. Yeah, was her name Nicole Sullivan. Yeah. What was she? The dog walker slash what? Arthur Walker. They <laughs> hired they hired her to get Arthur out of the house. Arthur. I've seen a lot of King of Queens, Keithy. Yeah. What about uh what about Everybody Loves Raymond? That's like my new show that I really need to go back and like rewatch. Yeah, I've I've I seen a lot of that too. I don't think I I don't think I appreciated it when it was first on and its first run. Mm. And every time I watch it now, I like when it comes on like television and syndication, I crack up. It's like it's so funny. It's really is. And 
it's funny too because I actually like Patricia Heaton like in mm-hmm. everything else that she does. Yep. <laughs> so, like, I'll, I'll admit I watched that fucking show the middle. Yeah, <laughs> I've watched, seen I saw some of it, not all of it. I watched like every episode of that stupid show the middle and I was like, why is this show still on? Like, well, the thing with the thing with Raymond is like everybody everybody on that cast, every you know, character on that show has something about them that everybody fucking hates. Mm. But it works, you know, like Ray's an idiot. Uh, Deborah can be demanding. Yes. The mother is overbearing. The father is, you know, just doesn't care. Just doesn't give fucks. And that's a show that actually got better as it kept going, too, because the earlier seasons, they're OK, but I'm not crazy about it. But like those last couple of seasons, I remember. And it, granted, I haven't seen it in a while at this point. But yeah. I remember those last like two or three seasons being really good. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's the one episode everybody, I think most people talk about is the one where uh, where Deborah makes like the uh, what does she make? It's um, what the what the hell is it? The scroll? She makes like the food that is really good, and um, everybody like and Ray can't believe that she made like oh good yeah, food. yeah yeah yeah. Yep. And everybody's like, and then there's the one scene where like the mom comes over and she's, have I done something to offend you, Deborah? <laughs> like the way she talks to her is so good. Ah, Deborah finally made this good food. Yeah. Oh, you know, hey, everybody. Hey, I heard that you made good food, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Brad Garrett. That guy's amazing. He needs to be in everything, not just fucking Jimmy Subway commercials. Oh, or whatever. That, I tell you, I popped when I saw him first pop up on that commercial. Jesus Christ, I'm making Subway now. <laughs> what kind? What kind of person eats these sandwiches? They're making hot sandwiches now. <laughs> like get Brad Garrett on everything. Like I love that guy. Was, he was also on. He was on. Uh, there's a Hollywood Squares Pluto channel, and he's on that a lot. <laughs> Is he, is he as good as uh is he as good as uh Paul uh what's his name? Um I always I always make fun oh, of him. Uh, oh. Uh, Paul Paul Lind. Paul Lind. Oh. Look, he's he's no Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I think he was a center square a couple I want times. I want Paul Lind and Brad Garrett like ask a question. Oh well, is it something sexual? <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> We're on basic cable. I can't answer that. I can't answer those questions, but I know that a stripper does them for two fifty. I don't even know if that's uh, you know I don't know if that's a true statement. I, I shouldn't say that. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Right. I don't know if Brad Garrett right. really. I know Brad Garrett's been married a few times. I don't know if he likes uh, uh, Brad stripper. Garrett. If you're listening, we do apologize. <laughs> yes, and please uh, send one of us uh, an ex. Or a tweet or a whatever to tell us that we we suck balls, so that way we can. I wonder if he is on Twitter or X. I'm gonna have to look that up. Oh, he has to be, but it's probably that's all right. So that's a good question I can ask you. Uh What do do you think that most like how famous of a person do you think you have to be where you no longer access your own Twitter account? Like. Let me think of some famous people and you tell me if you think and let's just assume that they have a Twitter and that it's somewhat of an active Twitter account. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, like I would say Kurt Russell, but I'm sure Kurt Russell doesn't have a Twitter account. But somebody like Kurt Russell, do you think uh, Wyatt Russell, his son, Mm -hmm. do you think Wyatt Russell manages his own tweets and Twitter account 
or do you think he has a uh, an assistant that does that? I mean, just I had never heard of Wyatt Russell until you just said his name five really? seconds ago. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that he probably runs his own. But that's me. OK, like I feel like there's there's definitely like a level of celebrity you get to yeah. where, where you are not dealing with any of that. Shit. All right. All right. So here we go. I'm going to list some people. Uh, this is a good. This is good. This is we just backed into a great, awesome new segment here. It's mm-hmm. called uh, this is called uh, Twitter file. The Twitter files. Wow. I think that's an actual thing, right? Twitter files. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, okay. I, I'm no social media expert. All right. Um, Elizabeth Shue. Oh. I feel like she probably, I mean, she was definitely big at one time, but mm-hmm. I feel like now, like, I'm sure she still has like a publicist and an agent and all that shit, but okay. I feel like she probably runs her own. Okay. All right. Um, what do you think? I, what about you? You think so? I think she does. Yeah, I do. Cause I think, well, because now, I mean, nowadays, now that we knew that like Donald Trump was doing his own tweets and shit like that, it's like, right. It almost seems like it could be anybody, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know like Barack Obama's not doing his own Twitter account, but you never know. I mean, like Marjorie Taylor Greene might be doing it, you know? And I feel like you could tell by the way the tweet is worded too. Like, yes. like when you read some, it's like, this is not how a fucking human speaks, you know? Exactly. How about... Uh, the man that plays Billy Butcher on The Boys, Carl Urban. Ooh. See, I feel like if this were after he did Dread and Doom, mm-hmm. I would say he probably ran his own. Okay. But now that The Boys is a pretty big success, yes, I- I'm going to say that somebody runs it for him. I agree. I agree. <clears throat> okay. What about... This might be this might be a, a slam dunk, I think, in the in the you know the not uh, DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh yeah, there's zero chance he runs his own Twitter. No, okay. no, if he even has, I don't even know if he okay. has one. I know, but I'm saying that's like we're assuming everybody has a Twitter. Right. Okay, what about uh, hmm, what about a guy like Derek Jeter? Ooh, or like <laughs> Alex Rodriguez, like a baseball player. See, I, I think in that case of like sports guy, I think that kind of depends on the person so and that kind of depends that? on like how big they are. Sort of like a celebrity. I think it's kind of the same thing. Okay. So Derek Jeter. See, Jeter's an interesting one because yeah. he could be one of those guys. Cause I, I feel like this happens too, where it's kind of half and half. Like sometimes you'll see them tweet something and it's like, oh, that was definitely like them themselves. Mm -hmm. But then you see something like, oh, watch me on fucking The Masked Singer or something. And it clearly wasn't them, you know? So I I feel like Jeter could kind of do both. Like if if a baseball player, you know, dies or gets hurt really bad or something, I feel like a Derek Jeter tweet would probably be him tweeting that. Like if he went like, ouch after like <laughs> right you know Some, somebody just got so, nailed on like the yankees right if randy johnson throws a pitch and kills another bird and Derek jeter wants to talk about it that's going to be from Derek Ouch. jeter but, but if it's if it's jeter promoting you know old timers night at yankee yes. stadium yes i don't think that's him personally tweeting well that's that. well that's so that's interesting you talk about sports because uh norm mcdonald 
used to tweet all the time. Yep. And he was he I think he was he was doing it all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Was, oh, you can you yeah. could tell reading yeah. his tweets. It was definitely him, especially those stories he used to say on Twitter. That would be like a hundred a hundred tweet thread or whatever. Yeah. I went to a Sarah Moth showed up at the uh, dentist. <laughs> like, all right, what about a guy like Conan O'Brien? Do you think like Conan O'Brien doesn't see? And again, I think comedians are kind of their own different thing because I yeah. feel like I feel like most comedians are probably tweeting their own stuff. Conan might right. have a guy, but like if if Conan's tweeting a joke or something, it's him. I Is think. it a possibility? Is there a possibility that like Conan has a writing staff? Mm-hmm. that give him tweets and then he looks at it and he's like um yeah all right i'll tweet this out oh i'd b- i'd believe that that like that, maybe wouldn't that's shock, what it that is. wouldn't shock me one bit yeah so he does like a number of different things you know especially with you know the way social media is now like that mm-hmm. twitter clout and all that shit that is a yeah. real thing that they that people care about <laughs> yeah 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 hmm all right let me find somebody like hmm like I want to try to think of somebody that's like old, but like kind of hip, like Sam Steve Elliott. Martin. Oh, Sam Elliott! All right, Sam Elliott. No way. No way. Do you I think Sam? I, I think as cool as he is, I just think he's too old. I, I think once you hit a certain age, you don't give a shit about that kind of stuff. People ask me all. The time. I don't under. I don't if understand I this. <laughs> people ask me all the time if I have a goddamn Twitter account. Back I tell in, them who gives a shit. Back in my day, we used to send tweets by carrier pigeon, and we liked it. Back in my day, when you said you were gonna x somebody, that meant you were gonna fuck them. <laughs> well, I used to send my tweets from the double deuce. <laughs> double. He is the fucking dude. He is the coolest. I just even the other day I was watching and like the the Big Lebowski like for the fifty millionth time I've watched yep. it and. He shows up here, hey dude, and I'm just like, ah, oh, that's the fucking coolest man alive. Yeah, you know, it's a random great one for him too when he fucking shows up out of nowhere in Parks and Rec. Yes, oh, oh. as the other Ron, Ron, he's Dunn. the other Ron. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> I fucking love Sam Elliott. He is so good, Sam Elliott. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. I, I think, think once you Twitter, once you hit no, no, I don't think he has a Twitter either. But I think. I think once you hit a certain age, somebody it's like when you it's like some signing away power of attorney, <laughs> someone mm-hmm. someone takes over your Twitter, yeah. account, you know, so then that so then that leads to another like lasting question, which is so you're a guy like uh, Samuel L. Jackson, yep, who was still young and hip when Twitter started to become a thing mm-hmm. and now he's getting to be older Yep, and he's not that far away from looking like the guy that he was in Django Unchained. <laughs> like he's <laughs> in real life, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. Right? Um, is Samuel L. Jackson like how long? If he was writing his own tweets, how long do you think he holds up before he just says, "I'm fucking done with this"? <sighs> See, I, he's still acting. He's right. still acting. I think it's a it's like a very case by case basis. I think. Okay. Too. Because like I think I think Samuel L. Jackson's the type of guy who will just say fuck it, I'm not doing it anymore, and then sure. won't and then won't turn it over to his publicist or anything like that, and he'll just yep. let his Twitter account die because he doesn't fucking care. Okay, right. I could agree but, with that. Yeah, but like 
I could see someone taking like his agent or something taking yeah. over his account for publicity purposes. You know, hey, I'm going to be on Seth Meyers for some reason. Tonight. Right, right. Oh, check it out. Seth Meyers. And that's yeah. So, all right. Um, Unfortunately, hmm. I'm going to be on with James Corden. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Did you hit? Did you see? I don't know if you even watched or not, but uh, so all the shows came back recently, and and on the Tonight Show, mm-hmm. no, it was Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel's show, he had uh, Schwarzenegger on, and he brought up uh, the fact that Trump said he only weighed two hundred and fifteen pounds, mm-hmm. and he asked Schwarzenegger, he goes, "You're like the foremost expert on body image and bodies," and he goes, "Do you think that he weighs two hundred and fifteen pounds?" And Arnold's like. Listen, I don't know if he weighs 215 pounds, but if I was to give advice to Donald Trump, I would say he should start uh, running around him three times, and that will give him a lot of exercise. (laughs) (laughs) I went, oh! Jeez. Savage. That's fucking savage. Funny. It's fucking hysterical, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's coming from Arnold. Listen, I don't want to say what he is, but I would tell you this much. And get yourself a decent haircut. You have to make sure that you wear spikes. It's very high, it's spiky hair. It's very good. Uh, there was this one time I remember. It's amazing. I was, uh, I was, I, I forgot to take off the makeup when I was doing the Terminator movie, and I went to Starbucks to get the coffee. And the woman almost had a heart attack seeing me with the red eye in the face. I told, I told her my name was Arnold, and she wrote down David. It was very embarrassing for both of us. And I looked at her, and I went, are you fucking serious? My name is Arnold. You don't know my name. <laughs> Can you not understand the accent? She it actually sounds nothing sp- like David. She actually spelled my name David Schwarzenegger, and she spelled Schwarzenegger correctly. <laughs> I was very confused. And then she spelled David with a P. It was very weird. It said the P is silent. <laughs> and I said, what are you talking about? She spelled it Pa David. That's not my name. <laughs> pa David. It's just a Pa David. It was easy. <laughs> it's silly, stupid Pa David. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. That's oh, like, he's God. like he's like my favorite person alive. He's the you ever see the photo of him where he's smoking the cigar playing chess with a donkey? Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> That's one of my favorite photos. I, have to, I want to get that. I got to get that photo, like, printed out in, like, 16 by 16 and hanging on my wall. and <laughs> painted on your ceiling. Yeah, like I want to have it painted. I want to build a fireplace just to hang that over. This is like the Sistine Chapel, but with this Arnold and the donkey. Is, is very good, yes. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's, he's, I watched his documentary on Netflix, and I was just so enamored. Uh, and it's funny because I have zero interest in bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm probably just going to bang through and like barely pay attention to the first episode, which was all about his bodybuilding career. Nope. I was hung on every word. I was like, wow. It was like, I was a children. I was a child watching like the first season of Ninja Turtles. I was like, <gasps> I was like, what is he saying? He was just, he's such an amazing guy. Like yeah. really is like, he was such an amazing man, you know? And then oh, yeah. when and then when he talks about like you know the the, the affair he had with the maid and yep. you know and, and and the child he goes it was a it was a terrible mistake but it was a happy accident at the end. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Bob Ross. <laughs> he's like it's such a wonderful thing now that happened. Today we're going wonderful... to pay to the happy little clouds. Today, today break up the sailor blue. Today, but but David blue. <laughs> But David Blue. Today we're uh, going to make a blood red sky with the Alazarian crimson. There's, there's something you need to know. There are no happy accidents. There's just only bad mistakes. 
But I'm you can to... always put the tree in another place. I'm going to paint Dana jumping off the helicopter. Dana! <laughs> no! Dana! Get to the chopper! You got to get to the chapel. God, that guy's so good. I mean, I, I've said this so many times. I mean, it's it's like a it's like a nervous tick at this point. But you know that he just like he spends his day driving around his bicycle in California, going to like different uh gyms. Yep. And he just walks up to people doing like lifts and he goes, Come on, do it, you can do it. Come on, one more. Like, could you imagine if you were at the gym and you know, me at the gym, it would be me breathing heavy on a treadmill like uh -huh. just, you know walking at a very slow pace and i'm just sitting there uh, uh, dragging my ass on the come on, do it. The, come on do it you can do it one more mile come on I'm i still, would probably i'm still picturing fucking schwarzenegger on a huffy oh yeah he's got the big huffy with the big wheels and oh yeah and then you you have you got to watch that documentary man he drives yeah, around his like he has like a house and it's somewhere in the mountains I don't know if it's in California. So he's basically turned into John Matrix. He has, and he, and he drives like a fucking tank. He invites Alyssa Milano over yes. once a month to feed deer. You want to feed deer? <laughs> I don't understand who this boy George is. Why doesn't he just call himself Girl George? <laughs> you can't, you can't fucking trick me with Commando, man. That's like one of my favorite movies of all uh, time. Yeah, Remember when I said I would let you go last? I kill you last. I lied. Don't, don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. He's dead tired. What happened to Sonny? I let him go. Like that guy's <laughs> fucking best. Oh god. I said what to, a, I was what telling a, my brother. That is the perfect movie. It is. I was telling my brother, I go, not only is John Matrix strong enough that he rips the pipe off of the wall at the end, mm -hmm. he throws it through chainmail, yep. then through a human body, <laughs> then through another side of chainmail, then through another steam vent, so right. much so that the force then has steam coming out of uh, <laughs> of him at, of the him at the end. That's how strong he. Is. Well, I mean, you saw the beginning of the movie. He was fucking doing curls with tree trunks. <laughs> I just love how absurd that movie is. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch Commando after uh, recording this now. Absolutely. Uh. Come on, do it. <laughs> I would like to talk to you now mm -hmm. about your fantasy football ultimate fantasy football lineup and uh compare and contrast i would say our lineups now mm -hmm. i didn't give you any parameters i think i only told you i said you can draft the team's defense right so like you know i didn't i didn't want you to have to go through linebackers and shit like that yeah. so if you want to say let me go let me go look at the guards yeah <laughs> and uh, obviously i don't think i mean I, I hope you didn't draft offensive linemen either because oh god no oh good so you're so i'm assuming you went with quarterback maybe a couple running backs if just one is fine a couple wide receivers maybe a tight end yep. kicker defense things like that yep the usual awesome okay all right so what i think we could do is we'll go back and forth mm -hmm. with each other's teams and uh then we'll kind of have a discussion and see if we can think what team would be better in a super bowl matchup okay mm -hmm. yep. all right so i will let you fire away 
Listen, and you can start with quarterback. Who did you draft as your quarterback? Listen, where do we live? <laughs> Seven rings. Oh, shit. That's all, all right, you're so, going to say. Oh, that sucks because that's fucking. <laughs> now, see, this is the good thing because now it, it forces me like as in a regular fantasy football draft. Mm-hmm. I have to make changes because I don't want to have the same guy. I'll tell you, I, I had multiple names written down for all of these. I'll you say did. that. So okay. I, I, I have three quarterbacks here, okay. but I have to pick him. <laughs> No, there's no doubt about it. The the number one overall pick, whether it's whether you have to draft a quarterback or not, I mean the overall number one overall pick has to be the the franchise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the main event, Mr. WrestleMania himself, uh, Tom the Brady. The GOAT, as they say. T twelve, yes, as as he is known uh in the parlance of our times we use. Um okay. Um, okay, so if I'm not gonna take Tom Brady as my quarterback. I think there's no other comparison. It's you got to be the man he looked up to almost his entire life, and that would be Joe Montana. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, you have to take Joe Montana. I think hmm. uh, as far as comparable, maybe, but you know, close enough. You I know? mean, well, he's got the rings too. I mean, he's got- he does. I mean, there's there's obviously discussion for. I mean, I I think there's discussions. For Manning, for Peyton Manning, let's. That was sure. that was one of the ones yeah. I was. Let me make sure with. I say that. I don't want to fucking ever say that other dickhead. Maybe. Yeah, no, we're not picking um, him. But also, like, I think a guy like the, I think a guy that's very un no, not necessarily underrated, but underrated. I think in when you talk about greatest of all time, because he played in the same era as Manning and Brady, and that's Drew Brees. That was the third guy I picked. Oh wow, really? Okay, yep. all right. So you went okay. Because I was going to say, like, when you talk about, like, the, you know, the greatest of all times, you say it's usually Brady, probably Manning, but, like, you get Marino, yep. um, Montana. Joe Montana. Yep. I think even, like, you could probably even throw, like, Steve Young on that conversation mm-hmm. if you wanted to. But then there's guys like, I think, like, guys like, um, God, what, uh, Warren Moon. Like, yep. Warren Moon's really overlooked, I think, a lot. And, um, obviously you have guys like, uh, what's his name? Um, Jim, Jim, no, Jesus Christ. What's why am I blanking on the guy that would played for the Bear, bills? Bears? Oh, Bill. Oh, Jim, uh, Kelly, Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I you gonna were going to say Jim McMahon. <laughs> I, was, I thought I was gonna say Jim Plunkett and I was like, I'm not going to play Jim Plunkett. That's for sure. But yeah, no, I mean, you have, uh, yeah, I think like, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of, there's lots of people out there. I think you can, you can, yeah. have, I mean, like, Roethlisberger yeah. too. You could have. You could throw Roth, yeah, you could throw Roethlisberger up there, absolutely. But uh, no, I think um, I would go with John Mon- Joe Montana. Joe Montana is my as my back or as my number one quarterback. So, yeah. all right, um, we'll do a snake round. Yep, and we're gonna go. I'll go with me. I'll start with my running back, and my running back is Barry Sanders. Mm, he was on my list. Was he? Yep. Is he your first? Was he your first running back? Uh, uh it was either him or another guy. Okay. There's a couple I could have gone with actually. All right. Because we'll I had do, a... yeah. Okay. So you go ahead and give your running back, and then I'm gonna get. We'll do two running backs. Okay. And then we'll go to wide receivers and shit. Okay. You, you see, I I wrote down about eight running backs because I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the running back position. All right. All right. Well, let's. All right. So let me hear your running backs, and then I'll tell you if I would have taken any of them. So go ahead. So I think <laughs> for me, uh, the best run. So Barry Sanders, like obviously he's the goat but he's a little bit before my time like he retired in 98 yeah. 99 yeah, yeah. Yeah. so i was 
eight pop, when he retired, yeah, you, you know? Yeah. Uh, so for me, I got to go with who I think is one of the best I've seen. I got to go with Adrian Peterson there. Yeah. AP's. Yeah. He's, he has, yeah, he has a lot. Uh, he's got a lot of the skills. Yep. See the thing with the thing I loved about Barry Sanders is he was just, he was like, you said, it's, it's, it's all about like who you got to watch. Right. Um, I mean, I, I, I can't not say Edger and James. Yeah. As a guy who, I mean, he won, I think, I think he won two friggin' football championships for me. So it's like, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, I always say Curtis Martin, Curtis Martin's. Yeah. Of, that's a good one too. Curtis Martin's up there. Um, obviously uh emmett smith you know you yep. got emmett smith things like that but no andrew peterson i could see i could see that well danny and tomlinson but yep. see the thing I, with like I had, I had him down see like tomlinson's like he was just he was great for like a good solid couple of years and then he just kind of fell off the map yeah, i mean he fell, he fell off fast but you got like priest holmes you had um oh, I love who, was, holmes. who was the other guy that who was the guy after priest holmes that was like for the chiefs that was nasty um can't remember his name he was nasty it was mm -hmm. like and he was like i think he was either right before or right after priest holmes and uh i'm looking i'm trying to figure out if i can yeah i'm i can't remember i remember priest holmes but larry johnson that's it yeah yeah larry johnson was nasty too so yeah but priest holmes was like the big the big i think the big get for them and then jamal charles remember him oh yeah yeah jamal charles was pretty good too so um, okay, who else did you have on your list? Uh, so I, you want me? To, I will take another running back here, and see. I feel like uh, Adrian Peterson is going to be the flash, but yeah. you need you need someone who can uh, destroy human beings uh, in short yardage uh, situations. So uh, for that reason, I'm going to take uh, the human embodiment of the truck stick from Madden, and that is uh, Jerome Bettis. The bus. The bus. Yep. You need you need five yards at the goal line. Uh, that mammoth of a human being is just going to run into mm. it, and he's going to get there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Jerome Bettis is going to – yeah, absolutely. The bus. Yeah, Jerome Bettis, I would say – I'm trying to think of who I would – see, now I want to draft like a beast, you know, yeah. a guy that I know um, – you know what? I, Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Antoine Smith. Oh, uh, that's not where I thought you were going. You, you see, was... there's a man who played for the Seahawks whose nickname was Beast Mode there, Keithy. Oh, yeah. Ma yeah Marshall Falk. No, Marshawn Lynch. Uh-huh. <laughs> All, right, All right. I'll go with that. Uh, I'm trying Marshall. to help you out because, look, I like Antoine Smith, but he ain't Marshawn Lynch. Oh, but he was fucking awesome. Remember, though? What? No, I do. I, I remember, remember him. Remember? <laughs> Nanda, you're gonna you're gonna draft Corey Dillon too. How dare right? you? Corey Dillon's a fucking Corey Dillon's a former champion. I'm taking Patrick Pass as halfback. Patrick Pass, God, Patrick Pass. <laughs> who's the other guy? Who? No, who's the only the only fullback ever mentioned in any conversation was that dude that played for the Buccaneers. Oh God, yeah. What the hell? Is exactly. You don't even remember his exactly because he's a fucking fullback. <laughs> yeah, he was a full Mark Evans. Mark Evans. Mike Evans. Mark Evans. Is it my, or is that am i thinking evans because it was mike evans was like a uh dude antoine smith had 54 touchdowns 6800 yards rushing god really holy shit yeah yeah pretty good he was nasty and fucking buff i feel like he's another one that kind of flamed out fast though he had 1157 yards in 2001 and 12 yeah. touchdowns like that's yeah. fucking nasty you know 
And then once they got Corey Dillon, it was just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That you was know. the thing. Corey Dillon was the first guy that the Patriots had that was like that was like Curtis Martin, yep. you know. And then the thing that was awesome about him was that because he was like a, you know, kind of a dickhead, nobody really wanted him, <laughs> right? And so the fucking Patriots got him for like a fucking song yeah, that Bengals discount. Yeah, and then it was like yay, and then the guy came and he he worked his friggin' tail off, mm. you know. So that's good, but uh, was it this guy? No, Cadillac Williams. Oh, God. remember Cadillac? Oh God, I loved Cadillac Williams. <laughs> Cadillac Williams. Oh, Warwick Dunn. Warwick Dunn was a. Uh, he yep. was like a fullback. Uh, you know who Mike I was? Also, I Mike was. Uh, that was. I was a massive fan of Ricky Williams. Yeah, so was I. I yeah. So was I. Ricky Williams. Uh, actually, one of my fantasy football team names was Running Ricky's Roaches. <laughs> um, I loved Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams was great. God, I remember when he went to the season he had with the Dolphins. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. But he just, he couldn't, that's a talk about a guy like just let him smoke weed, man. Yep. Like imagine how he would be like, if he was able to play football this year. Yep. <laughs> you know, he would have been fucking awesome if he played football this year. So he likes to join every now and then. Who fucking yeah. Cares? Yeah. Seriously. You know? But yeah, no, what was that year? Was it 02? Yeah, he had 1,800 yards, 1853, 16 touchdowns. Jesus Christ, that guy was amazing. Ridiculous. Who the hell was the quarterback for the Dolphins that year? Uh, was it freaking Jay Fiedler? I think it was. It was uh, might have been Feely. Yeah. Jay yeah, Feely. Jay yeah. Fiedler. That might have been him. Yeah. Arthur Fiedler's grandson. Arthur yeah. Fiedler, who used to conduct the Boston Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. That's, that's a, I'm a mountain of useless information. So uh, yeah. Anyway, um. All right. So we got our wide. We got our tight ends. What do you want to do? Three wide receivers. Oh, uh, we didn't do tight ends. We did running backs. No, no, tight end running backs. All right. So we did our. We got our two running backs. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? I should write this down. <laughs> it's fucking... I'm keeping track of mine. If it's any okay, kind. good. All right. Yeah. So we got. <laughs> so I'm gonna put TB12. I'm putting it in our chat. TB12. You had uh, uh, who was your running back? Your first one, uh, Peterson. Yeah, A- AP. Yep. And then you had Jerome Bettis. Bettis. Yep. Okay. And then all right. And then I have Joe Montana. Uh, I went with uh, uh, Barry Sanders, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take Marshawn Lynch because you gave him to me. So okay, good. All right, just trying so, to help you out. No, you aren't, and I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. You fucking won this already anyway. You can fucking Tom Brady. It's over. That's a great point. <laughs> um, although I may be able to steal a couple wide receivers from you. I don't know. All right, so I technically had the last one. So you're up for wide receiver. We'll, well do three I, wide receivers. Well, I have Brady. <laughs> so let's go ahead and take Randy Moss, shall we? <laughs> Ooh, okay, that's a good one. Okay. All right, uh, well, then... Maybe maybe the best hands I have ever seen a wide receiver have. Yeah. Um, okay, I want to take this guy because I think I have a feeling you'll take him, but I can't let you get an opportunity to get this guy if you this is hard. Uh-huh. I'm gonna take Jerry Rice. Uh he was on my list. Yeah. So I'm gonna take Jerry Rice. So you're up, and I'm hoping Ooh. I can. I'm hoping I can take this guy, like steal this guy from you. See, I still have a couple of names here. Okay, that's fine. Do I want to go current? Do I want to go relatively recent? Do I want to go? 
you know what? Fuck it. Uh, we're going to have two deep threats on my team. Oh. Uh, we're going Megatron. Oh. Oh. Megatron. That's a good one. That's a guy I always wish Brady had. They always, yep. I, I always wanted them to get him for Brady. Very similar to uh, Barry Sanders in that he got sick of the Lions bullshit and retired before he should have. Exactly. Uh, okay. So I am going to get, I'm going to, I'm excited. I get to steal him. I'm not going to go for a deep threat, but I'm going to go for probably Brady's second best offensive weapon during his tenure at the, with the Patriots. And I'm going to say Wes Welker Mm -hmm. because I think Wes Welker could do wonders with uh, Joe Montana. So, Mm -hmm. all right. So you're up for your third wide receiver. Well, I got two deep threats. I don't want a third deep threat. So, again, I got Brady. I might as well take Edelman at this point. <laughs> I was going to say, it's got to be Julian Edelman, right? <laughs> I got two deep threats. You yep. need a guy who can go underneath. Who better so than now, well, who better uh, Edelman? Than, who better than Canyon? Who um, better? All right. Oh, God. Now I need another deep guy. I need another deep guy. Fuck, you took him. <laughs> I'm saying I got Jerry Rice. God damn it. God damn. God damn, pal. Um, hmm. you know, because he was so explosive when he played, I'll go with Terrell Owens. Yeah, he was on my list. Yeah, TO is a good one. But I what fucking hate TO. Yeah, everybody hates TO. I can't you know. stand him. Oh yeah. well. The only time good. I liked TO was when he was on the Eagles. Yeah. But at least we didn't do like who's the guy that walked off the field with the Jets? Was it last year or the year before? That like left like mid game. Oh, uh <laughs> was it and your Antonio Brown? Is that who you're thinking of? Yeah, Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. listen, I thought about him just because he was so damn good with the Steelers, but or like Plaxico Burris. <laughs> Shooting himself in the leg. How good Plaxico Burris was when he shoots himself. And then he shot himself in the thigh. (laughs) What an asshole. Uh, The other name name I had on my list, just to get it out there, uh, I thought about Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Because I think he's fucking incredible with that bag of shit that is Kirk Cousins. (laughs) Who I love. I like him as a person, but God... He's a bag of shit. <laughs> I, that quarterback show on Netflix made me a Kirk Cousins fan. A Kirk, Cousins, oh, yeah? Kirk Cousins, the human, a fan of him. But yeah. I, just, I don't think he's very <laughs> mediocre as quarterback. Sort of like when Randy Moss was with the Vikings and all the guys that threw to him. True. Yeah. I mean, I would say that. Uh, yeah. Who was Randy Moss's? Was it Dante Culpepper? Was I mean, I love, I, love Cole, I love Culpepper. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't. Um, he wasn't playing when Randall Cunningham was on the team, still, was he? If he was, it was maybe for like a season. Yeah. 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 He was on. Yeah. He didn't even start. He only he started in 98. But um, I'm looking to see if. Uh, yeah. Moss was on the team, but he, he was on the team. So he did play with Randall Cunningham, but yeah. Randall Cunningham. Uh, you know. Jeff George was there for a season with 15, the Vikings. 15 and one in uh, '98. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. So the other guy I would have said is like Jamar Chase, but he's still kind of too new. 
Yeah, you know, I, I thought about him too. Yeah, but he's still kind of new. Turns out there's a lot of good wide receivers over the course of the. Uh, oh yeah, NFL I history. mean there were. I mean it just depends on who you got thrown to them too. Because I mean right. for all those good wide receivers, there's a lot of shitty quarterbacks. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. So I mean, look at right now. I mean, if you put if you put any of these guys, any of these guys, with the exception of maybe Julian Edelman and Welker. I don't think Mac Jones could throw to any of these fucking guys, you know? Well, that's because I mean, Mac that's because Mac Jones sucks there, Keithy. Right, but I'm <laughs> can you imagine like Randy Moss or Terrell Owens trying to go and get a fucking pass from Mac Jones? From they'd that, be running they'd be noodle, running 30 yards back from that noodle arm. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> the fucking duck bots that he's throwing. <laughs> Seriously, I love how everybody on the Jets is like, we gotta find somebody, we gotta find somebody. We have to find somebody. Yeah, the fucking Patriots need to find somebody. Where's well, they Donovan did. McNabb? They thought it was Mac Jones, and turns out is Donovan McNabb still available? That motherfucker threw for four touchdowns on a broken ankle. Get like him out. Play here. now. I'll take him. Sure, he's only forty six. He can still play. Hell, get Culpepper. He's probably cheap. <laughs> Where's Warren Moon? Is he alive? <laughs> probably. I, I would. I don't know. Get oh, Jim Moon's McMahon. Alive. Get Jim McMahon. <laughs> what? What about Phil Sims? Is Phil Sims out no, there? No, I don't want. I don't want Phil Sims. <laughs> He'll come out and have his, have his fucking other leg broken. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Okay. So, all right. Tight ends. I have a tight end. I know who you're gonna pick. I think. Uh, am I up or are you up? I think um, you're up. I know who yeah, you're gonna. Pick. It's me. Uh, yeah, I know who you're gonna pick. Well, you see, here's the. Th- I don't want to draft all Patriots there, Keithy. So I'm torn because I mean, when really? I listen, I very easily could uh, draft uh, him. Uh, but listen, there's plenty of other names out there. But, uh-huh. you know, there's uh, I, I have I'll tell you right now. I have six people written down here. Wow. Yes. I wonder if you have the guy I in my tight end. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I wonder if you have him on the list. You probably I don't, do. I don't need to hear about your tight end. We're talking football here, for God's sake. <laughs> have some damn decorum. I have a very tight end. All right. So if you do, if you're not going to take that guy, mm-hmm. I will tell you this. I will not take him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so, good because I'm going to take him. Gronk. Okay, good. I was just pulling your leg. <laughs> but I do. I do legitimately have six names written down here. Okay. Um, do we want only one? Two? Are we taking one tight end or two? No, we can do two. We'll right. do two. There's only one, but there's only one guy for me, and he was the man that I loved for so many years, especially when Drew Brees was throwing to them, and that's Antonio Gates. Yep. Did you have Antonio Gates? I did. Ah, very good. Okay, so you had Antonio. He's, he's one of those guys who goes under the radar. I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of it though had to do with um he was he was so dominant, I think, when um he was Gronk before Gronk was Gronk. I mean right. and I think that he was really dominant for those years that he played with Drew Brees. Yep. And then I think what had happened was when Drew Brees left, he didn't really get the he didn't have the same relationship with uh um what was his name? Uh who was Philip Rivers, not yeah, Phil Brees. Rivers. Yeah, sure. he didn't really he didn't he didn't really have the same relationship with Philip Rivers that he had with Drew Brees. So, uh, side note: Is Philip Rivers still having kids? Because we're running out of resources as a planet. <laughs> um, I believe. I mean, he's still young enough. I think he's still able to have children. Oh. Yes, he's got like the well, fucking Partridge family there. I just remember when. Remember when he was like, he went from San Diego to where the hell did he go? 
and Rivers, he, he did a season for uh, uh, the Colts. Yeah. And yet he was still going to drive like. No, no, no. He was in San Diego and then he went. He was in L.A. Right. When they first moved. And he right. was like, I'm still going to drive to San Diego to see my family. <laughs> like, yeah. Good luck. Take it easy. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's got way too many kids. You and your 85 fucking children. Calm down. Ugh, fucking Christians. <laughs> he probably has 18 wives too, one for each child. <laughs> oh, no, he's not uh he's not uh Debrickashaw there or uh Oh right. <laughs> no, he has uh how many kids does he have? Let's see, let's look at I'm looking it up because I need to know. <laughs> he's got I need to know. Um uh, he married his oh he's Roman Catholic. Okay, he married his junior high school sweetheart. Uh let's see. Oh, here we go. Seven I got daughters and, and they're two. expecting a third son in October. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ten his children. Wife's, his wife's pregnant again. What are we doing? She's has she's having her tenth child. Jesus! It, somebody snip snip him. Did he marry a rabbit? What's going on? Does anybody know what Tiffany Rivers looks like? I mean, is she cute? She looks like Jessica Rabbit. I think. <laughs> well, don't forget Jessica Rabbit was hot. I know, but um, she could. She, you see, Keithy, uh, rabbits have many uh, uh, spawn. You see. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> looks like Peter Cottontail. No, um, <laughs> what does she look like? I'm trying to find a picture of her. And she just looked like a normal, regular person. Well, like the, she looks like a regular well, because look at him. <laughs> well, he's a handsome guy, but I mean, good lord. Yeah, but the 10 kids really takes a lot That's out of it. That's ridiculous. Jesus God. Let's picture of them, and they're all wearing like fucking pink shirts and. We're running. The, the planet is running out of supplies. Stop having kids. Seriously, this guy should. He should be. They, we should send him to China. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send him a scalpel and a bottle of whiskey and a towel to bite on for. Can the you visit. imagine like seven daughters? I don't like, want to imagine seven kids. Period. <laughs> I don't either. But I mean, you know, just I can't imagine being a dad and having like se- my buddy. My buddy Chris. Um, he lives in Texas. He's got four daughters, mm. and they're four extremely beautiful women like young girls like young women like they're in high school now mm-hmm. and they're beautiful and i feel so bad for him because <laughs> he because he's in texas so you know that there's like guys coming at him with like strap strapped ons you know not strap ons but strapped to the gills there My and they're goodness. like i'm here to take out your daughter tonight and you know he's gonna and he's this poor freaking guy from from boston <laughs> from malden like um okay i guess so it could be a situation where uh, the, those children are being raised by uh, nannies or something in Philip Rivers's case. Let's Cause, hope. Because 10 kids is a, I don't care who the hell you are and how much free time you have. That's a lot of fucking kids. That's a lot of people. That's a goddamn classroom full of children is what you got there. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I, I find that offensive. Um, stop having children yeah seriously like your kids are taking away my tax money (laughs) never mind that i'm worried about the planet never mind that never mind that (laughs) the planet you don't give a shit about the planet how how dare you i recycle how dare you you're not gonna be here for that (laughs) i mean that's that is true but i still do my part keithy how dare you how dare you how dare i how dare i i've never been so insulted in my life how about I dare you to tell me who your next tight end is going to wow. be? Wow. <laughs> you are a professional. My God, that was unbelievable. Uh, so you took Antonio Gates. I took Gronk. 
<sighs> do it. Take the guy. Take the killer. I already took the guy. I took Grunk. No, take the other guy. Take okay. the one who killed people. Oh, God. Nope, nope. Not going to take him. He's dead now, but you can still have him. Yeah, nope. Not going to do that. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Tony Gonzalez. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Was that I'll off do. your board? Off the board for you? Um. Yeah, I guess. That's <laughs> not... I was never a huge fan of Tony Gonzalez, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I can dig him. I can, I can dig it. Jesus Christ. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I, I made a mistake given a, uh, <laughs> telling, telling you to, uh, you know, go ahead and take two tight ends. Cause I'm like, shit, what am I going to do now? Um, I mean, listen, there's a couple of current guys that are very good. There are a couple of current guys. Yes. Um, but you're going to draft another 1999 New England Patriot. <laughs> you're going to take Ben Coates. I know you are. <laughs> ben Winter Coates? No, I don't think I would take Ben Winter Coates. Uh, as much as I'd like to, no. Um, I think I have to go with the... Uh, the I don't even want to say his name because just saying his name is, is going to make her pop up somewhere on my <laughs> podcast. But I guess I have to go with Travis Kelsey. Somebody's not feeling 22. <laughs> I can't do it. I just fucking Travis Kelsey. Ugh. I'll just shake it off and pick it, Keithy. Come oh, on. no. Bad form. <laughs> is, is she like Beetlejuice if I say another Taylor Swift song is, title? Is she going to pop up on this podcast? Is that how that well, works? May, maybe you can write me a blank check later on. Wow. <laughs> well, there she is. Hi, Taylor. Nice to bad luck. Okay. Just shake it off, Keithy. Just shake it off. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right, so we did our wide receivers. We did our tight ends. Mm -hmm. um, hmm, do you want to go for kickers or defenses now? Uh, your podcast, your call. I'll let you do defense, team defense, defense. Now, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna shock you here, Keithy. Highly this, unlikely, Jess. <laughs> this, this again goes back to. I've seen this team play because like the obvious one is the 85 bears, right? Mm -hmm, that's, mm -hmm. that's the one, but mm -hmm. I'm a very visual learner, not just in football, just anything in general. I didn't see the 85 bears. It was seven years before I was born for me. The best defense I've ever seen is the Legion of boom Seattle Seahawks defense. <laughs> that's a, that's a good, that's a good fucking defense. Actually. When, um, when you look at what that defense was able to do, Mm -hmm. And the type of league that the NFL was rapidly becoming at that point in time, a very offensive league with yeah. you know guys throwing 300 yards on the regular, mm -hmm. holding Peyton Manning to eight points in a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That team was so stacked. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a stack. That was actually I do. I did like that. Um, I did like that team. That was a good team. Oh, just Bobby Wagner, and he's as we're recording this, he's still wrecking fools for the Seahawks mm -hmm. now, just like he did to the Giants uh, last this past Monday. I mean, you had Bobby Wagner, you had Richard Sherman, you had Sherman was unbelievable at his peak. Uh, Brandon Browner, I mean, yeah, God, I love that team. Yeah, that is a great. That actually is like that's a great team. See, I would say I'd go with the '85 Bears because I have seen them, mm -hmm. but yeah, you kind of make a point where you're like. Do I really want to go with a team that, you know, it, 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 I don't want to do that. But so I'm going to go for, 
I'm going to say the 2009 Saints, New Orleans Saints. Mm. You know, Super Bowl champions. Uh, yep. Another team that held the Colts to three points yep. in the Super Bowl. You know, uh, held the Vikings to three points in um, the NFC Championship game. Was that the Bounty Gate team? It, I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> so fits right in with. Uh, but I mean, their playoff run, they beat the Cardinals 14 to three. They beat the Vikings 15 to three. They almost oh. killed Brett Favre, which would have been yep. a service to this country. Yep. Um, they beat. Uh, no, they didn't hold them to three points. What am I doing? They beat. They held them to 17 points. I'm looking at the friggin' schedule, not the actual thing. Yeah. 31 to 17, 31 to 28, 45 to 14. Yep. You know, 10. Uh, like just their wins, they lost like three in a row at the end, but you know, that happens. Yeah. Uh, but the Falcons, uh, 26 to 23, 33 to 30, 38 to 17, 38 to seven, you know, against the Bucks. I mean, they had pretty good, decent that it was bounty gate, but I'm still gonna go with them. Listen, it fucking works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Say what you want about it, but yeah, and they won, they won. Uh, Greg Williams was the defensive coordinator yep. that year, so. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna. Do I'll tell that. you the other one I thought of too, and it's, it's kind of one that's under the radar. Two thousand mm-hmm. Ravens with Ray Lewis. Oh yeah. Yeah holding, yeah yeah. Holding that Giants team mm-hmm. to seven points in the Super Bowl and oh, just. I'm, you could have done the. Uh, was it the? Was it the two thousand Ravens that won the yeah. Super Bowl too? Yeah. Yep. That's that's that the was one another. That, that was that's an, the one. That's the one I was talking about. No, you said tw- you said 2012. No, did I say 2012? I meant 2000. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, because I was gonna say 2012, they won as well. So yeah, but that was another one that was like another defensive. Right. Uh, and I hate Ray Lewis, but goddamn, he could play. <laughs> that's really funny that both of them, because Ray Lewis was on that team too. Yeah, right? I know. And I hate. Uh, <laughs> let me. I'll tell you something. A side note here: uh, that Ravens team that won the Super Bowl in 2012 might be my most hated team ever. <laughs> I can't stand that fucking team. Well, it had Ray Rice. Oh, Ray had, Rice, Ray yeah. Lewis, Joe yeah. Flacco with a horseshoe yeah. wedged so yeah. far up its ass it was sticking out of his mouth. Yeah, Jacoby Jones. Oh God, I yeah. hate Tory Smith. Yeah. I hate Anquan Bolden. Ravens team. Anquan oh. Bolden. Tory's, they were yeah, good, but a, I, they were good, but I can't fucking stand yeah. them. Yeah, they were a bunch of fucking dickheads. <laughs> Dennis Pitta. <laughs> yeah, fuck that team. <laughs> Fuck them. Oh, fuck I them hate, and Justin Tucker. I hate, I hate Joe Flacco so much. Yeah. It's kind of sad that like Joe Flacco is in that is in that uh that list of all the of the of the AFC quarterbacks of all the Super Bowls where it's like yeah. it's Manning, Roethlisberger, and Brady, and, and then, then it's like random Flacco. Flacco. <laughs> and Joe Flacco is like Joe Flacco had at least Joe Flacco performed better though, I think, overall than um than, than what was it freaking Trent Dilfer? You oh, know? Yeah. I mean, Jesus, yeah. But, uh, cry, everybody was better than fucking Jake Delhomme had a better game than Trent Dilfer and a better uh, Super Bowl. Fucking Jermaine Lewis. Remember Jermaine Lewis? Yeah. Oh, man. No, Jamal Lewis. Jamal, Jamal Lewis. Lewis, yeah, yeah right. Jamal, Jermaine Lewis was the wide receiver. Jamal Lewis was the running back. He was fucking nasty, jump yeah. Jamal Lewis, though. 2,000-yard rush. Yeah, he had 2,000 yards in 03. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that team, though. <laughs> fuck those guys. Oh, Priest Holmes was on that team, too. He didn't do anything, but he was no. on the team. <laughs> they, that, he was washed by that point. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, so yeah, no, I, I other than that, I mean, other than that New Orleans defense, I'm gonna go with I would go with uh the 85 Bears. So I mean, if you hear you hear about like the 70s Vikings teams and obviously Pittsburgh. And you hear about like Oakland, like the the Joe yeah. Ma- the John Madden Oakland Raiders. Right. I mean, yeah, and then the Steel Curtain and all that. Steel I mean, curtain. but again, it's 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 kind of like that. It's a different game, you right. know. And I wouldn't want to put the 85 Bears up against Tom Brady, right? You know, I think that Tom Brady would dismantle that i think tom brady randy moss and fucking calvin johnson are gonna destroy the 85 bears Mm -hmm. so it's like why would i put them up against that right which is ironic because i bet you joe montana and jerry rice are gonna get fucking smoked by the seahawks (laughs) the legion of boom so that's why my team's better than yours keithy i mean i think at this point it's a fucking (laughs) foregone conclusion i mean the only thing i'm gonna ask you a last question is is are you taking adam vinatieri or steven goskowski I mean, l- listen. Uh, I'll tell you what. You can. You. I'll give you uh, Adam Vinatieri since you want to recreate the '99 Patriots. <laughs> you can go ahead. I, I, and it's weird that we just spent time talking about the 2012 Ravens because I feel like kickers are kind of not expendable, but I don't know. Uh, first of all, I hate kickers now because they all they're all kind of bad at this yeah. point as we yeah. as we nobody can make a fucking thing God. they fucking so, suck balls it's just across the league it's really bad so i mean i always liked uh weirdly enough justin tucker mm-hmm. <laughs> so i think i'll take him i'm pretty sure justin tucker was like my because so one of the things i do every year with my brother and four other friends because we only do like well we only did like yeah, we only had six of us. We do a play. We do a play. A playoff fantasy football league. Mm-hmm. So we take all the teams that are in the playoffs and we draft accordingly. Yeah. And then you just try to. It's whoever gets the most points at the end of the season wins. And mm-hmm. and but it's it's great because obviously you have the teams that get the buy, and then you have the you have to try to field a complete team every week. And of course, as the teams get eliminated, those players you draft get eliminated. Right. So there's two strategies you can. Put all your eggs in one basket with the two teams that you think are going to make the Super Bowl, or you try to spread it out for teams that you think are going to make it more than like one week. Right. And so I usually end up getting like the fucking Justin Tucker, <laughs> believe it or not, because the Ravens are always in the fucking playoffs. Right. And it's a good pick. I mean, and he's, yeah, he has, he has, like, he's, What's the right way to word this? Like he has a baseline of being like very solid, right? Sure. Like I yeah. feel like he rarely misses a big kick, right? It's very no. rare that he does that. Yeah, no, he usually he's usually pretty good. And and I mean his field goal percentage, his overall average field goal for his career is 90.2%. Right. Like that's a pretty good field goal percentage, mm-hmm. you know? And he doesn't really miss anything bad. So right. yeah, I think he's he's a solid, he's a solid kicker. Uh I mean, I have to go with Adam Vinatieri. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's the one, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Adam Vinatieri, Justin Tucker. I mean, what am I going to go with? Martin Grammatica, <laughs> <laughs> Automatica Grammatica. Yeah. Um, what's the guy? The guy, the leg. Um, he's he's still playing now, like Greg the leg or. Uh, Ray Ray Finkel. You're yeah, thinking Ray Finkel and Einhorn. Finkel and Einhorn. Finkel Einhorn. <laughs> Yeah, so no, I would say that's a yeah, that's a solid. That's a this is ridiculous. You won by a fucking landslide. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, 
my I I mean I think that if I was to take it's a different game. And that's right. the problem is that much like with other things that I look at, I think of when I did when when my friend Chris did his baseball lineup, mm-hmm. he was going like with specific years players. Like he said, like the 1927 Babe Ruth and stuff right. like that. And and a lot of it is just I think, yeah, it's great, but I don't know if I would let I don't know if 1999 Pedro Martinez wouldn't make 1927 Babe Ruth look foolish. Right. And I think he would. And it's just it's because it's a different game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if David Ortiz in 2018 is going to make he no, is it eight? No, 13. He wasn't. 13 was the year that he was un, untouchable in the. Uh, yeah. 13. World Series. Yeah. Yep. 2013. David Ortiz is going to make like Sandy Koufax look like a friggin pitching. Right. Practice. Yeah. I mean, it's just I don't know if there's comparison there isn't you know Mm -hmm. there's few players that i think i think like randy johnson um i think like greg maddox who kind of were in that transitional period that are still that were still good enough to handle and i mean i think tom brady is kind of that because when tom brady started it was a different league yep it really was even just 2001 was a different league oh totally you know and i think that now you look at it. I mean, and I think we've gone from we, since Brady was in the league, we went from it being a quarterback league to a wide receiver league to a running back league to back to being like a wide receiver league to back to being a quarterback league. Yep. And I don't know. What is it now? Probably just a quarterback league, right? Yeah, I think it's it, you got to have the quarterback. It's we're, kind of we're, like they're yeah. fucking experiencing it right now as a Patriots yeah. fans that yeah. you need a quarterback. And I mean, obviously, they don't have wide receivers either, but no, but you, do you remember you like need a, the quarterback. But do you remember like a few years ago? It was like it was like it was a running back league where every team had like a stud running back. Yep. And now it's kind of everybody has like split running backs or, you know, they have that core of running backs that, that run. So it's like, and then it was like, everybody had like one dominant wide receiver. That was like, everybody had a deep threat. Now it's like, nobody has a deep threat anymore, you know? So yeah, maybe it's just, we're back to being like a, you know, we're back to being a quarterback league where it's just, you have to have a quality quarterback that can scramble, that can, that can run, that can, that's, that's the big thing now is you got to have a quarterback that's mobile. Yeah. Yeah. With a lot of these defenses, yeah. you have to have a quarterback that can run. Otherwise, exactly. you're going to be screwed. <coughs> Max <Yeah>. Jones. <laughs> right. But it's true. I mean, look at all the quarterbacks now. They all they're always running around the friggin field. Right. You know, so much so that they're getting hurt. Right. So, yeah. And that's I don't know if that's a that's got to just be the 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 evolution of defenses now and not necessarily well, and it's the, a lot of it. The college game is a lot of that too. And I think it's the college game kind of seeping yeah. into the pros a lot now. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of those guys that were great in college <laughs> Jones, are not, uh, <laughs> are not making it in uh, the pro league because, right. uh, you know, it's not the Matt Jones. It's not the college. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. I don't want to be mean. I did buy a Mac Jones jersey. I do know. Oh, see, I didn't do that. I I bought a Cam Newton Patriots jersey before so I bought did, a Mac Jones one. So did Pete. Pete <laughs> went. Down, Pete went down like the day he signed. He drove to Foxborough and bought. I got one Cam pretty. Newton. I still don't have a Mac Jones. I don't have a Mac Jones shirt. Never mind a jersey. I got a Cam Newton jersey sitting in my closet. I heard you have Mac Jones toilet paper because you wipe your ass with them. You know, I do. I was able to get that made on uh, Etsy. Weirdly enough. <laughs> I think JT made it right. Yeah. 
He gave it to me. Was he a... makes them in his house. <laughs> so, oh, God. But, hey, listen, that's Mac Jones for you. Um, so, overall, I would say that, uh, let's see, what are we going to call this? Sousa Palooza is your fantasy baseball team? I think wow. that they win. I think. <laughs> wow. Is that a a very, no, that's a good name. I like yeah. it. Sousa Palooza defeats uh, – what was my what's my team? Oh, my team in my team in football this year is um I go by the uh what's it South South Central Louisiana Mud Dogs or whatever it is like the SDLSU SDLSU Mud Dogs SDLSU yeah I'm the Mud Dogs so yeah Mr. Coach Klein yeah my team loses though Mr. Coach Klein said so so you're all good I'll 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 take the defeat to Sousa Palooza so wow excellent um well Matt. I think there's only one thing left for us to do. Sing? <laughs> oh. Sing? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know Fiddler on the Roof? You know? God, tradition. We need to take a trip to the actor studio. Uh-huh. And uh, we're gonna I'm gonna ask you some questions um, that the great Bernard Pivot used to read on his show Apostrophes. I didn't understand half of those words, but go on. <laughs> Matt, please, what is your favorite word? My favorite word. Um probably fuck, because I say it all the time. Okay. What is your least favorite word? Uh, help. Work, maybe. Matt, what turns you on? A swift breeze. <laughs> what turns you off? Not having a swift breeze. What sound or noise do you love? What sound or noise do I love? Hmm. I t- and this is a real answer. I, I do like the sound of, of a, a crackling fire. Mm. It's a good sound. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's videos you can watch on YouTube that are just crackling fire sounds for like 12 hours that you can I've, listen to. I may have done exactly that. Mm-hmm. Very recently, mm-hmm. in fact. Mm-hmm. What sound or noise do you hate? This is a weird one. Uh, a metal fork on a non-paper plate. Oh like, yeah, that screeching noise. Oh, oh yeah, fucking it's the worst. Or, or like a metal fork on teeth. Mm-hmm. Oh god, that makes sound makes me the worst. Cringe. It's oh. the worst. In fact, yeah. I believe that is also uh, Sean Vegan Keegan's least favorite sound. I'm breaking out in hives just thinking about it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> other than the word fuck, what would you say is your favorite curse word? Other than fuck. Well, because you said fuck is your favorite word. I mean, well, it could be one and the same. It could be. All right. If it is, it is. I'll I'll accept that answer. I mean, listen, it's the one I say all the time. All right. Well, then there you go. Probably says a lot about me, but I am who I am. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Ballroom dancer. No. Mm. Uh, (laughs) What profession? (sighs) Honestly. Uh, something with uh, I, my plan was to go to college for audio video production. That's a shoot brother. So uh, probably something related to that would be interesting to me. Okay. All right. That's... And what profession would you not like to do? 
Um, elephant gynecologist. Mm. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh shit! Okay. Oh shit! Excellent. <clears throat> and now, these are another questionnaire that mm -hmm. I have. These are from the great author Hugh Jess Hole uh -huh. um, on his show Behind uh -huh. the Sphinx Door. Oh, I'm familiar. Yes. So, Matt, what is your favorite way to insult a person? God, where do I start? Uh, <laughs> favorite way to insult a person? How about like at the beginning? <laughs> Usually just calling them some form of dumbass or shithead is usually my go-to. What weapon do you bring with you into a fight? I mean, I, I have knives at the house, so I'll go knife. Mm -hmm. Who do you draft in the first round of a PPR fantasy football league? Oh, boy. If it's current day, I would probably say someone along the lines of like a Justin Jefferson okay. or a Jamar Chase. Okay. What family member could you do without? <laughs> uh, you can say pass if you want. No, I'm not going to say pass, please. Okay. Uh, it's me we're talking about here. I'll tell you, uh, my grandmother drives me fucking crazy. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you that, that grandmother of mine. I don't know why I turned into Hank Hill there for a minute. I don't know either. Propane and propane accessories. Bobby. Um, Bob, God damn it, Bobby. Um, Matt, have you ever farted in another person's face? In another person's face? I don't think so, but definitely in another person's presence. Hmm. If you could get rid of any one state in the union, which state would it be and why? This is the easiest question you've asked me. Connecticut, it fucking sucks. Here's what you do. You, t you, you started this. You take Connecticut and you turn it into a six-lane highway, six lanes going into and six lanes coming out of Connecticut. With, I think I did say that, didn't I? You put, a gas, you put a couple of gas stations in Connecticut, and then the rest of it is just highway that gets you into and out of New York. And Dunkin' Donuts. That's right. It. Just places, just places you can piss and then a freeway. Mm -hmm. I think everybody from New England would agree that Connecticut is the state that needs to go. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> it's the worst. But with that being said, um, I would like to say to all my fellow Connecticut Canadians, uh -huh. <laughs> uh, we love you. We just don't like your state. <laughs> You can all be part of Southern Massachusetts, Southwestern Massachusetts. I'd rather they be pushed to New York, but that's uh, well, you know, there's a there's a definite defi dividing line. What if we and... make like a West Connecticut and an East Connecticut, <laughs> like Dakota, you Dakota it, but East and West. But we still have to have like a six lane highway in, right in the middle of it. It'll still keep its statehood, but it's just a state that is a freeway, and no toll booths. No, yeah. no. God, like help, you can me. Pay a toll God in, help me if there's a toll booth. God help us. You could pay a toll in Mass on the Pike, and you could yeah. pay a toll in, in Providence if you need to. But right. that's it. Well, I like I like this idea. This is a great idea. 
Yep. Let's uh, put that on the board uh, yep. along with splitting up Texas into five states and splitting California into two. Let's uh, put it on the board. And combine um, the Dakotas. You don't need yeah. two of those. We don't need two Dakotas. Um, we don't need a West Virginia. Just give no, that back. You really, you really don't. Uh, you really don't need. I guess you could do two Maines. You could have like Southern Maine and Northern Maine. Or just Northern, give, Southern, yeah. give Southern Maine back to Massachusetts and let Massachusetts have like most of that coastline. Or you could um, just make Maine smaller and give Northern Maine to Canada. <laughs> they're basically Canadian anyway. Just, yeah, yeah. Have you, have you been to Northern and, Maine? It's fucking Canada. They eat poutine and say a boot. You just give it back to them. Right. right. And they don't mean a shoe. They mean a boot as in a boat. But we definitely have to keep the upper peninsula with Michigan. That's a guarantee. That's a given. Right. And that's only because I have a lot of people who like both a la carte with Keithy and GFA live that live in the upper peninsula. <laughs> so right. I don't want to piss them off again. Close to Canada. They're very nice. They are wonderful people. Yes. And that little fucking little rinky dink section of Minnesota that like you can only get to without going through Canada. You can only get to by a boat. Just give that back to Canada. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Yeah, they, check it out. Look at the map. There's like this one little section of, of Minnesota that you cannot get to driving wise through America. You have to go through Canada. And it's like sense. and it's it's surrounded on all other sides by water. And it's if you want to go there, you, you have to take a boat. It's can, you like get, the, can you get there by Skywalk like they have in Minnesota? <laughs> Skywalk? What the hell is that? Don't they have skywalks in Minnesota where because it's so cold? Like Skywalker? Yes, Luke Skywalker. It's Minnesota is Star Wars, is what yes. I'm saying. I believe it is called the Angle Inlet. And it is a uh your face a... is an angle inlet. <laughs> and it is. It's a it's a section of Minnesota that is on uh I believe it's uh some fucking lake, Lake of the Woods. <laughs> and it's 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 surrounded by Canada. And then water. So if you want to get there, you either have to take a boat or you have to drive through Canada, which means you need your goddamn passport nowadays. That so, is weird. And that is just bonkers because who the hell is living up there? But I guess there are people. But there uh, must be. There must be. Yeah. And I'll have you know, Keithy, there's a Wikipedia article here. Minneapolis Skyway System. So <laughs> what? And it's like, what? Like, what is this? It's it's like a, because it's so cold in Minnesota. And yeah. you don't want people to go outside and get frostbite in 30 oh. seconds as it's customary. They have skywalks in Minneapolis that oh. you walk through. Okay. Oh, geez. They should like, probably to do connect that. All, to connect all the buildings. Yeah, and... they should fucking do that here. Yeah, really. You know? Actually, Although... they, they do that some places, I know. And mm -hmm. I don't want to... Let's not talk about it. But... <laughs> do you know that the Minneapolis Twins or the Minnesota Twins, do you know why that they're... They have to. I, I saw something interesting about um, that. Their name is like it's for the Twin Cities because mm -hmm. they were they had to be called that because of like you know there's like this rivalry between St. Louis and Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. I fucked it all up though, but uh, you know. <laughs> so they should call them the Minneapolis St. Paul Twins. <laughs> they should just call them them. They should. Well, yeah, they should just call them the Foxborough Patriots because you know. Yeah. You know, my favorite thing is when you watch Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, whenever the Patriots are on primetime mm -hmm. and they have and they show like pictures of Boston. Yep. Not and I kind of <laughs> do that that thing where like the thing from uh, um, uh, what's it? The, uh, the 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 Leonardo DiCaprio and the Tarantino when he goes 
<laughs> he whistles and he goes up, 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 up. Like I do that. I go, that's nowhere near there. Nope. That's nowhere near there. Just everybody, that's nowhere near there. Yeah. They're not near the they're not near the, the, the Zakem Bridge. The Zakem Bridge is like a long way. It's like 45 minutes away. Yeah. Turns out the Patriots don't play at the garden. No, they don't. <laughs> that's why we'll never have a wrestling event here because who the hell's gonna hang on in Foxborough for a weekend? Nobody, you know. Where are they going to have NXT at the friggin' Bass Pro Shop? <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm game for that. That'd be I great. would be game for that. They do have that like big thing in the middle where there's like a pond in the middle. Right. They could do that. They could put a ring there. I tell you, I'd rather do Gillette than fucking Fenway for that. Um. Yeah, I guess. Fenway would be a nightmare. There's it no tailgating. Be... The seats suck. Yeah. Well, the worst part, of, yeah, the worst part about that is the parking because yeah. everybody... Th there isn't. It's non-existent. There isn't. In fact... Like... It's like $55 to park in that little shitty place across the street. Yeah. But you know what I say? Everybody could just come to my house and we could tailgate in my backyard. Perfect. Book <laughs> and, it. Then we could, and then we could take an Uber over to the to the stadium. <laughs> we'll, we'll all pile in one car. We'll, we'll take the bus. I'll have my brother drive us. <laughs> there is a bus. There's a bus that's like runs from my neighborhood to Fenway. So we could always take the bus. Yeah, but you live like 10 minutes away from Fenway. I do. I do. Of in course, fact, when, it's when, just a normal bus for you. On, it is a normal bus. It's the right. MTA. Uh, yeah. On uh, well, it, so on game. Well, whenever my brother would go to a game with my nephew, uh, and I would drop. He goes, "Can I get a ride?" I go, "Yeah." So I drive him in, and then I have like this really nice little spot that I park in. That what I do is I watch the game at home, and then when it's like the ninth inning, I leave and I go to get them. Mm -hmm. And I always get there before the game ends. And I park and there's like one little spot across the street from the stadium. And the two of them come out and they're like, ah, and they see me and then we drive away. And it's like, but it's nice. I can leave in like the ninth inning and That's I can crazy. still get there. Yeah. Jesus. It's the same thing with the airport. Like I'm like 10 minutes from the airport. It's great. Right. That's the one good thing about living in like Massachusetts is everything is right there. Yeah. It's all close. I yeah. Mean. It's not like, you know, you don't live in LA where it's two hours to the airport, you know? Right. And half of that's in traffic. Yes. And uh, but we love LA as well. We love we LA. love it. We love it. Brr. Okay, uh -huh. Enrico Palazzo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody, please thank you for listening, and please check out Matt on all of his shows, especially Extreme Three Way Dance and GC Dub that are on the North South Connection Podcast Network, along with Highway to the Impact Zone and YouTube Roulette on the Place to Be Nation Wrestling feed. Matt, is there anything else you'd like to plug? Perhaps your Twitter X, uh, my 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 X Twitter it's X. Oh, 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 excuse me, how dare you? <laughs> I, I I'm a gentleman. I don't speak such kind of things on audio forums. How dare you? Uh, you can find me on uh, the X, the Twitter, whatever it's called this week at at msusa1991. If you have if you've enjoyed my special brand of bullshit and nonsense, you can go ahead and follow me there. Yes, yes, Matt's msusa1991. The year you were born. How about that, huh? Yeah, that was very clever on my part, I thought. Nobody's well, ever done that before. That before. Well, since mine is Flounder824, I think it's uh, basically the same exact You were thing. born in 824? God damn it. I man. was born in 824, son of a bitch. Wow. Uh, no, I, 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 happen to, I happen to have that wonderful birthday of August 24th. The same as Cal Ripken Jr., Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and Steve Gutenberg. Wow. <laughs> now that's a party. That's like that's a table for three if I ever saw one. <laughs> Talking yes. pol police academy, long streaks, and running a wrestling company. Fantastic. 
<laughs> and Vince could be all three of those. Police <laughs> Academy long streaks. <laughs> and running a wrestling company. Uh, anywho. Uh, but Matt, thank you so much for being with me here on uh, A La Carte with Keith e this week. Uh, I hope you had fun. I had a wonderful time. It's always wonderful to talk to you. Um, you are you are a joy, a joy, my friend. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, was absolutely a blast to be here. Anytime that you need a guest, you go ahead and you uh, you uh, pick up the phone. Is that a thing people still do? You pick up the phone. You you you, you spin the rotary dial and you you call me. I'm gonna roll down my window and get my, get <laughs> and my shout and shout. You're gonna roll down your window and shout and hope that I hear you. <laughs> I'm gonna roll down manually. Roll down my window after I stop my tape deck. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Matt, and have a great evening, everybody, and take care. <laughs>